0: Hello and welcome back to Dial Age for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch and co host Calderness. This episode, we're going to be talking about almost all of the Empire chases being spoiled, as well as answer a ton of listener questions. This is episode 386. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy.
1: So, if you're looking for emotional
0: satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No, are you serious again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred instant deadpan
1: humor. Over How six people think I am funny. Hard day's work, not that you know anything about that. Which, you absolute you fools. fools, it's not richer
0: nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you? Hey Google, hey, hey. hey, attack
1: Let's
0: attack champion, because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi there. I'm Jack Monroe, and I believe in a better world. A better world for tabletop gaming, and a better world for you. Now, we all know, in these dark and trying times, it's not possible for everybody to go to their favorite brick and mortar store and play Heroclix or any board game. But thanks to me, Jack Monroe for Senate of Board Gamers and Gamers United, we're going to change all that. We're going to make everything a cooler. That's right. I get your stuff from a, some kind of toad. I've never trusted a frog a day in my life. You can get cool stuff from CoolStuffInc.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Dialage for Heroclix and the Jack Monroe for Senator of Board Games and Board Gamers United. Is brought to you in part by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClick singles and seal products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. And thanks to the boys at Dial H for HeroClicks, they've got that awesome discount code Dial5. That's right, D-I-A-L-5 for 5% off your HeroClicks order. So why buy from a troll? You can get cool stuff in stock every day.
1: Jeez. Okay.
0: Hey, thanks, Jack. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you've got my vote,
1: definitely, Jack. So, uh, yeah. thanks for thanks for popping in. I, I will say, Jack sounds really familiar. Um, yeah, I, I, can't, like, I can't place it. It's I, a little too it's a little too raw. Uh, one of uh, audio, is. one of those uh, I can't quite place. He got one that of those sterling voices. voice. I just yeah that that really raw yeah. sterling. I mm. man, I don't know where that. I don't know. Like sterling silver, uh, just yeah. shiny and and beautiful. Um,
0: Polished. Hey, j- joining... Well, I'm glad I got my mic back. Uh, I, of course, am Calder Ness. Um, and joining me in the studio, like always, is your Dial H for Who's Champion, uh, the Billion Clicks Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Oh,
1: yeah, that's me. It's time for layers. Halloween layers? is upon us. And it's time <laughs> for layers, yeah. So, just like how ogres are like onions... Mm. Midwesterners must also be like onions in these trying times and start wearing several shirts, several pants maybe just to go outside and survive. Okay, uh, yeah. It's been it's been uh, okay. some cool days. Today topped out at 54 degrees, mm. uh, but this weekend we had some like 30 degree days, so it's it's been nice. It's been nice. You know, it it is it is quite
0: chilly outside. Um, I think you know my go-to pants hack is always the
1: uh, wearing your sleeping pants on the inside of your your yeah, jeans. that's, that's actually just, yeah, that's what I did today. Um, yeah, good helps thing to do. The, like the, so, the biggest problem when you're working outside in the cold, for me at least, is the wind. So any kind of layer doesn't really have to be like a real thick layer. Doesn't have to make you sweat. But any kind of layer that just stops the wind from like hitting your skin, that's that's what you need. Um, but just I think like I'm just gonna any... invest in like a wetsuit. I'll just go full year, all year round. I'll be the wetsuit guy around town. Maybe get like a couple because I don't want to be stinky wetsuit guy. So I'll just be like in a wetsuit, keep all the heat in, keep all the cold out. And then in the summer, I'll just die from dehydration because i will keep all the heat in i was about to say that will <laughs> that's a maybe maybe not
0: a full year round type of idea but i can see the uh the point you could try to make wearing that in the winter uh you know in keeping your whole like body like not separated by like pants and shirt you know keeping all that body heat in kind of that one area is pretty good too you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Anyways, um, glad you're staying warm, Simeon. What what made you happy this past
1: week, my man? Yeah, so the reason I like the cold is because it kills all the bugs, and I really hate bugs. <clears throat> well, it kills most of the bugs. Some of them try and get inside, but... I think a lot of people agree with you there. They're trapped in here with me. Um, that's what I say when, when the <clears throat> bugs get inside. I'm like, hi, stink bug. Welcome to my domain now, and then I make it watch all the newest Netflix original series with me. It's like <laughs> no, anything but this, and it goes out in the cold and freezes. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, wow. wow, Squid Game, I can't stand it. Ah, and then it goes outside because it hates Squid Game. Uh, don't don't explain these bugs to me. No, what <laughs> what made me happy. Is uh, Nebraska finally got some snow? You know, I was like, man, it's already October and no snow, but, you know, all of Western Nebraska, and it's mostly like Northwestern Nebraska. So I'm sure South Dakota got a little bit too, um, because they truly are the Northest Nebraska. Uh, But yeah, Mm, we got some snow and snow makes me happy. Okay, well, awesome. You know,
0: I like snow a lot too. I don't like it before Halloween because snow instantly puts me in the Christmas mood. I think that's, I think that's true for a lot of people. Um, and as much as I love Halloween, Christmas is my favorite holiday. And I try not to get to, you know, whatever. But I, I assume every time it snows, uh, being the fan that you are, you, you just go, What's this? What's this? What's this? Or, yes. you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know the song. There's I don't know how it goes.
1: What's this? Yeah. What's this?
0: All the books are coming
1: inside.
0: <laughs> and and they get inside my movie.
1: burlap sack, and they yeah. start
0: threatening me with, with
1: death. I'm like, You're trapped in here with me, ha <laughs> And then I roll some dice and force them to watch Squid Game, available on Netflix. What is with the Squid Game plug? I don't I don't, I don't get it. It's okay, um, it's truly say one of the worst dubbed shows I've seen in quite a while. Quite bad. It's I pretty bet. bad. Like the dub is pretty bad. But who's uh, gonna want to do all that reading? The plot I don't want to read for eight hours. The plot is uh, overdone in media, so I really don't know what the appeal is. To be honest, some of the characters are redeemable and like interesting, and like that helps the show a yeah. little bit. But like this plot has been done before, better. Right. This is times. just like, and
0: this is literally what, like Battle Royale, Hunger yeah. Games. Uh, yes. The one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, it's all those death games uh, for money yeah. uh, or Running whatever. Man. Yeah, Running Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep, it's all of those. Condemns. It's very Starring Stone Cold Steve Man, Austin. Running Man is like a for money kind of thing. Well, yeah, I mean, is, no, yeah. I guess the other ones are for money too. So yeah, it's thought, like those. It's like yeah. most of those.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I. So
0: we'll get back to Squid Game here in a second. Um, but it's part of what made me happy this week. And what made me happy this week was going to Anime Nebraska Con. Oddly enough, Anime Nebraska Con uh, was in Council Bluffs, Iowa, uh, yes. which I find incredibly hilarious to myself. Although they're very close, um, it's just funny. What's great um, is
1: Omaha Con or Omaha Con or whatever they used to call it. Oh uh, yeah, I guess it's only happened a few years. Um, the very first and second one that they ever had... Both of those were also in Council Bluffs. Really? I was like, can you really call it Omaha Con? I have to say say something
0: something about Iowa is just, it's very distinctly like, oh yeah, this is Iowa. And by that I mean it's trashy. I don't know how to say it nicely. (laughs) I can't think of any nicer way to put it. Iowa just looks like trash. Like, you go if you have ever been to Sioux City, you're like, Oh, oh, yes, the trash place. Um, Council Bluffs has that same Sioux City vibe to it. I don't know what it is about Iowa. I have yet to go to a town in Iowa where I'm like, This is not a garbage place. I'm not saying the people are garbage, I'm just saying it feels like garbage.
1: Which, I mean, those are the metro places. Sure. Um, No, Council Bluffs' one redeeming quality is don't talk about what I think you're going to talk about. Would you think I was gonna say Quaker Steak and Loop? I was <laughs> gonna say Quaker Steak and
0: Loop. Yes, like
1: the one redeeming factor about Council Bluffs is that I can get a steak while also conveniently getting my oil changed. <laughs> it is quite convenient. Um, no, I was gonna say quite literally, like the city's namesake, the the bluffs are quite beautiful. Um, oh if sure, you, like, drive I twenty nine, you'll see them. That is pretty much, in my opinion, that's like one of the, like, the only real redeeming qualities. Yeah of that city for me so and i mean i go there constantly so i believe it yeah but there's just not a lot there it's like do you want to go to the casinos no do you want to do anything else probably stay in omaha uh do you need a tire rotation and a hamburger at the same time then i guess there it is (laughs) because there it is quaker steak Uh, can do that for you no, so
0: uh, just to run down a, a few things that made me happy about Nebraska Con really quickly. So uh, mostly JoJo cosplays, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure cosplays. Uh, for myself, um, I was also for a very small amount of time before I was died of shame. I was Steve Harrington from Stranger Things in his Scoops Ahoy outfit. Uh, could not stand <laughs> wearing that. Um, I was like, I like Steve. I like him as a character um wearing the outfit this is the only time i ever felt actually silly in cosplay and i've worn a lot of different cosplay but man did i feel like an idiot in his scoops ahoy uh outfit i genuinely felt stupid so i had to take that one off i think i maybe wore it for two hours you should have gone Uh, majority and lube in that I, gosh, yikes. Uh, I did t- take a picture next to the Dippin' Dots stand in it because that is also ice cream of the future, whatever. Um, but I was mostly Emporio from Part 6, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which isn't animated yet, coming out in December. Uh, but he's basically a Cubs player, is basically how he looks. Um, so that was funny. It was great going into a casino wearing that outfit uh, when I wanted to go get dinner that night. But yeah, so a tough cosplayer walked up to my little brother and I as we were walking around. She asked for our pictures, Uh, we obviously posed, did whatever, and then at the end of it, she handed us a picture of who I I can only assume is the main character from Squid Game, and it's just sort of him semi-looking at the camera with kind of a, I don't know what, how you would call it, like a little merp. would would that be the expression on his face he looked very like dead inside i guess he was like looking at the camera he was dead inside yet emotionless yeah um and like that was like the picture she handed us both this little picture and i was like you just just keep these you just carry these around (laughs) to hand to people (gasps) okay and at that moment that was the only time i ever wanted to watch squid game just so i would have understood the joke and my little brother explained to me something about a cookie and then choosing a complicated shape and then this was Uh. his reaction to it or whatever and i was like oh okay sure um but that was funny uh another thing that was funny was i had switched costumes to um joseph from part two when he is training because it was a masked event so i was like i'll wear a mask that makes sense so it doesn't look like a person wearing a mask which is kind of lame in my opinion but instead it's like oh a mask is part of the costume so i had the breathing mask joseph star um and i was wearing that and later i went to raising canes and one of the workers in the back uh came up to the front and was like are you joseph Star from battle tendency and i was like yeah yeah i am it's like dude that's awesome and yeah a lot of a lot of points uh for that worker at the council bluffs raising canes for understanding uh, my costume that was pretty cool so um, and also i just like eating Raising canes so it was just it was all around just a great weekend i had a lot of fun at Nebraska. Con. i will say one thing um i think conventions and then i'll be done talking because i'm talking for a bit conventions should be held at hotels i don't like them at convention centers i think if they're going to be at convention centers they have to be those conventions where it's like we have a bunch of famous guests and that's the only cool thing we have but if it's a anime convention where it's more about the people and the panels and the fun and like the party rooms and whatever else um Nebraska is really just one big party with your friends it should be at a hotel yeah it, i think it's i think it will personally die if it keeps going to this same convention center um i would prefer it go to lincoln or anywhere else but stay at a hotel um what's I think crazy anime convention should be in hotels not like that's Omaha it like
1: <laughs> lacking for convention centers And it's not like Omaha has any restrictions that Council Bluffs doesn't. But, yeah, that being said, uh, the most disappointing thing that you told me from that was um, that, like, the dance floor slash just – I don't know what you would really call it. um, Like, the schmooze room, like, the the room where everyone goes around and just, like, looks and, like, sees somebody that they want to talk to and, like, goes – like, there's not really anything to do in the room other than look at the other cosplays, really – yeah. The fact that like they didn't have that like that's I don't know. Not that like I I never participated in the dance room, but like all of my favorite memories from Nebraska were from in that room. Like late in the evening, people get kind of wacky and wild. People ask for pictures constantly. Um yeah, it's just I don't know. That's like the the my most fun at a convention is being in cosplay and people like kind of fanning for you but like not really because you're not the actual person they just like the character i don't know sad the um it's real (laughs) it's sad it's real sad um but
0: yeah so that is what made us happy this week let's go ahead and talk about all the crazy world of hero clicks in the news Simeon I think it is no surprise to anyone that the biggest draw that a set can have on your wallet is the chases that the set has Um, That's probably the biggest draw for most I feel like for most people it is it comes down to What is the chase? I will get out of the however many in my case or in my brick potentially or whatever right so now there's no more games that have to be being played. Uh, thanks to uh, Mr. Lee on Facebook for sharing these. Don't know if he's going to get in trouble or not. Don't know how he he got so many pictures of just chases and then Rare Deadpool Rare that he decided Deadpool, to show around. Um, but yeah, so we have... Uh, almost all the chases, we don't have Ricky Barnes or Norrin Rad, but I believe we have the rest of the chases, so just a rundown, that's Thor, The uh, so Thor, Herald of Galactus, Deadpool, Herald of Galactus, the Tony Stark demon in armor, the Captain America Thanos, the Sorcerer Supreme Beast, the Venom Wolverine, the Venom Magneto, uh, the Blue Sentry, and then the uh, Horseman of War uh, Hulk. All of those chases were... All the dials and cards were shown off this week, as well as the uh land shark Jeff Deadpool. So we got a couple of high point beefy boy chases here, Simeon. Yeah. We're all going to really do a quick rundown. The chases all feel very similar in the ways that they are very high points.
1: Yeah. Not so, very. It's yeah. It's hard to explain. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Keeping in mind that like, some of these figures just don't feel quite correct with the benched powers. And it's weird. Cause this set is slightly, well, I think it literally only unbenched shape change. Everything else seems to be still benched. Sort of. Cause yeah. there's plenty of characters that should have like a hypersonic, even have like a power <sighs> that's, I don't know, called like subsonic flight, uh, where they don't get hypersonic. <laughs> and then There's no super strength to be seen. Um, yeah, there's just there's a couple powers that are missing. Of course, perplex. There's no perplex to be seen, uh, but I'm gonna do a quick rundown, and then uh, we'll go back and do a like slightly deeper dive into some of the the figures that we want. So first up, that was exposed, uh, is the the Thor, the Thor Odinson Herald of Thunder. So <clears throat> Thor here has the Asgardian, Cosmic Deity, Herald, and Ruler keywords, number 062 in the set, real name Thor Odinson. Um, that's pretty much it. There's one trait, three special powers. One is a stop click that is only on one click. Uh, the special attack power is on... Two of the starting lines throughout, like the dial, and then the special speed power is only on the two top dials. So speaking of dials, nine range, one lightning bolt, 300 point dial, 200 point dial, and 100 point dial. Uh, without going into any real detail, this figure is just way too overcosted at 300 points to be viable. Um, since invincible is not a thing in the set, and there's not enough stop clicks on him to do a whole lot at 300 points, it's way too many points to to really justify when you could have like a Justice League. And this is strictly speaking of like meta, like competitive. Will competitive have an effect on this figure's price? Right. I think not. I think the entirety of this figure's price is it's a really cool Thor, and it's probably the only time we're going to get this uh, <clears throat> Herald of Galactus Thor. Really cool... Uh, really cool flavor text on all of the powers. Uh, I've got the God Blast power, Cosmic Bleeding through Enchanted Uru, uh, Herald of Thunder power, Taken Not Given. Like a lot of really cool stuff in that vein. But as far as the dial goes, the stats are impressive. It's just you will get out actioned at every point value other than the hundred point value, and even on like the two hundred point value. And three hundred point value. The stats just defensively, the stats aren't there. It's impressive, like offensively, but other than that, it's just not doing a whole lot. Yeah. Ah, Thor is just really sad. It it sucks,
0: but he is suffering from. Uh, I don't know, God-Doom-itis, but even worse so, like worse than God-Doom, because at least God-Doom saw, like, play for a little bit, because he had, like, multiple stop clicks and, like, other cooler, like, you know, powers and uses and stuff. Yeah. But the whole not starting with any more than one bolt and everything else just really is really hurting this guy. Uh, Next up, the Deadpool. You know, this is cool. This is the Deadpool on the surfboard. Only, you know, I think he suffers a lot, and I mean a lot, from his reducers being impervious for the first three. Anyway, so he's 175, flash 75, at eight range, power cosmic and team player, or cosmic energy and team player, excuse me. Uh, He does do this whole thing where you can choose an opposing character in range and line of fire, and on a four through six, that character can't use team abilities until your next turn, and that's free. So, like, that's kind of cool, getting rid of cosmic energy, you know, on a 50-50 roll. He improved movement, destroys blocking, uh, targeting, destroys blocking. The way the cards look, though, I have to say, um, there's not that big, like, burst symbol for the destroys blocking when moving through it or shooting it. It doesn't really, like, look obvious. So it honestly, to me, it just looks like they just... Uh, Ignore blocking like without destroying it because that's how it looked genuinely which is way. So if that which is happens, way better <laughs> Yeah, so mean. I don't know if people are just assuming that this is that's how it works or if that's the new symbol for it If it's the new symbol, it's not good.
1: Yeah, it's just, um, it's pretty light compared to the very filled in Movement speed bubble and like target. Yeah, bubble. it's very light colored
0: He's got a you know one stop click then he has a you know special attack power when he has flurry, prob, um, it gives him blaze class flying steel energy, giant reach three, which is kind of cool. And if he KOs an opposing character, he can make an attack, but only to target a character that shares a keyword or team ability with the KO'd character, which gives him a lot of like sticking around power at that lower dial. Um, but besides that, he is not anything, he's like, once again, he's not anything special. He's like a running shot, pen blast, impervious, prob piece, top dial. Seventy five point line, this is where it's really rough. Is he's a charge blade super senses exploit piece with no reducer top dial. Yeah. Uh
1: my it's biggest just topic it's just so yeah. like I've whenever I see a split in like the dial cost, um, a lot of people are like, is the top dial like the 175, is that worth a hundred points more than seventy five? I always look at it as like that's a tangible point value on my team and how hard is it to get hit to that lower dial? So like to get hit to click five his seventy five point line and thusly, not really in the game, but kind of in the game lose a hundred points, um, it only takes four pen damage. and it's like not any kind of special pen damage or anything else. like he's got a 19 defense with Prob, but like that's pretty easily overcome in like this environment. Uh, like, we've already seen several figures with, like, 12 attacks, so if this Deadpool was fighting himself, so to speak, the first one that hit would take 100 points away from the other one, and there's no way to regain that. Like, there's no traded uh, regen or, like, any way for that right. first Deadpool to get hit to go back to, like, top click. It's kind of... I. I I don't know. I'm just going to say the 175 point dial is interesting. It's just from like the purely uh will meta change this figure we're not looking at the 175 point dial at all. There's no way. No. Um, but yeah,
0: that's basically Deadpool. He's got nothing crazy special that makes him unique. He doesn't do any crazy neat abilities. And we're going to find ourselves saying this a lot throughout yeah. these guys. Or, or the point cost is just too much for him
1: to be viable. And it's it's sad because the other thing at 175, he doesn't have two of the special powers that he comes with. Like the two special powers yeah. that he comes with. Yeah. Um. So now we're getting into like the... So this is 064, Demon in Armor. Tony Stark has Latveria Armor and Scientist Keywords. Six range, two Lightning Bolts. Um, because there's not a lot going on, I'll just go in fully in depth with this figure. It's four clicks long, two clicks of Sidestep, two clicks of Mind Control. Uh, first two clicks attack power is a 10 with TK, and then last two is an 11 with cap. The entire defense dial is a special defense that is Defend invulnerability, demon and armor can reduce pen damage, which is a better version of invuln that basically makes invuln invincible, which is fine. Um, 18 defense with that. Uh, And then 2 damage across the 4 clicks with 2 clicks of outwit top dial and 2 clicks of prob bottom dial for 50 points. Not a terrible little um, sidestep TK outwit defend in Vuln peace stuff like that uh there is one trait that does so one it has the uh minions of doom team ability but that's been changed to when you ko a standard opposing character after resolutions you heal one on a friendly character i don't see this figure healing like at all ever almost um but the one trait is I am Victor Von Doom and Dr. Doom is an honorable man. Uh, when a friendly character within range is attacked, the attacker cannot positively modify or replace their attack value. So any friendly character that demon and armor can see or no, not see um, just within six yeah. the demon armor, the attacking character cannot have their attack value positively modified or replaced which is good that's cool um is it worth 50 points i don't know the defend is really cool it'd be way cooler if it was like a 19 top dial i think we've seen a 19 on like a sue storm for 50 around 50 but i'm not gonna like split hairs over it it's probably one of the more economically viable to be played chases that we're gonna see and uh it's a very, still a very bland chase. It has one trait, one special power, and then... I mean, it's it's only got six standard powers, thick, but they, yeah. they're split in a way that it's... You'll probably never really see, like, click two or three. You'll probably get hit to click four, or just KO'd. Yeah. But who knows? Also, checked it really, out wit, so... That's rough, just too. KO'd right away. I think if this guy was like 20 or 15
0: points less, he would see, like, play. Just 50 points is just too much to pay for him. I think in Sealed, he's a bummer of a chase to pull in Sealed, but he is great, great support in Sealed for 50 points. Yeah, it's Um, a
1: great support piece, period. Uh, Competitively, I think we've got better sidestep TKs, we've got better outwits. The only real thing he's bringing to the table is that friendly characters within range trait, uh, where they the attacker can't positively modify. It's like a weird world, well, half weird world, but uh, at range. For More of like
0: a so. Sheriff Steve type thing, yeah. but it's range yeah, Sheriff, Steve, Sheriff Steve. Steve, which is yeah. good. Yeah. You know, it's they better still, Sheriff Steve. Yeah, they
1: can still increase their damage, I guess, with this. So, yeah, which it's not bad. It's just an 18 is not going to be like a hard hill for your no um, opponent to get it past.
0: It's not a, uh, you know, 18's pretty much the standard defense. Um, so it is, it's just, meh, it's, it's not much. It ain't much. Uh, next up we have Thanos here, who is team ability, Avengers, Cosmic Energy. Got a 150 or 100 point line, it's at 7 range. Uh, it looks like he's been clocking in at 8 clicks of life, or 5 clicks of life, at 100 points. A full dial of Penetrating Psychic Blast. Full dial of his damage power, full dial of his speed power, and he's got uh, Impervious for his first three clicks and then Invulnerability on his last five clicks. All of Thanos' cool, cool stuff, uh, depends on a character a friendly character with the Avengers keyword dying. Or no, sorry, just a character dying. So when a friendly character fifty points or more, oh yeah it is with the Avengers keyword is KO'd, give Thanos a control token. What do these control tokens do? Great question. We'll get there in a second. His speed power is charge and running shot. If Thanos has a control token once per turn when Thanos attacks after resolutions, another friendly character than four squares with the Avengers keyword may make an attack. I will assume that is, you know, may make an attack uh, no as cost, free, or, at, yeah, you know, at, at no cost, at or free, or something like free. that. Uh,
1: yeah, and it says, A, Making another attack. friendly character, so it wouldn't be, like, all friendly characters, which would be, free. it would be really cool. That'd be something worth trying to pull off. Uh, as is, understand. this wording does nothing, so the second half of this power does nothing. Uh, until yeah. WizKid's errat As this, his speed power is charge running shot, and it does nothing else <laughs> yep uh so that's that's rough um next up is damage power
0: which is leadership and prob so he is a full dial of charge running shot pen blast leadership probability control with good reducers um and then if thanos has a control token when he uses leadership friendly characters the avengers keyword modify the following comment values based on his leadership role until your next turn so a two through three they get plus one attack uh four and a five they get plus one damage on a six if he rolls for leadership they get plus one attack and damage so <laughs> He's just, you know, for 150 points, eight clicks of life, a 19 impervious top dial, does not reduce penetrating damage, does not have any stop clicks, does not have any ways to heal at all. Uh, he's just not good. He really isn't. He's just, you know, he doesn't have any sticking power. Yeah. He's, you know, he'll be a pretty solid tent pole build your team around in sealed if you have some support to help heal him or even build around it. But like, As it stands, he falls under kind of that whole Thor syndrome and all the other, you know, characters we're going to get to here in a second where he's got some neat gimmicks, but they're not that good. They don't push him into the competitive category. He's just kind of a big, beefy boy that can run and shoot and punch,
1: and, like, that's it. You know, it's a very simplistic style design. Am I using his charge? Like, did my opponent tie me up? Well then I'm not gonna charge breakaway, I'm not gonna run and shot breakaway, I'm probably just gonna punch. Did my opponent not like tie me up? Then I'm just gonna Unless, run and shot pensai. Like when would I yeah. not use penetrating damage? That just Unless so for
0: some weird. reason everybody on your opponent's team ESD. has like ESD or something, yeah. there's no reason not I because mean, just cause you deal penetrating damage when you shoot. So yeah. why would I charge well, and not yeah, still penetrating damage?
1: His like yeah. an effective range for most of his dial is six to six or five. It's most of the dial it's six and then it's five for charge. Right. And then you add another seven to that for his running shot. So it's like exactly. it's not really a great like trade off there. Um no, I do not like characters that depend like the cool thing depends on a friendly character dying. I don't like making, especially in this case where the friendly character has to be 50 points or more. That's a huge chunk. And it's not like I can Kako and revival and not KO him, but kind of K like there's no wiggle room. Like you lose 50 points. And then this hundred to 150 point piece is now able to fully use its powers of which it has two special ones. Yeah. Not a huge (coughs) fan of that. Uh. Um, even then, the powers aren't that good. Like a potential,
0: like let's just say, on average, you give your friendly characters plus one attack each turn after a character dies, and then yeah. you maybe, you know, get a free attack every and turn. So like, is that worth say it about for a character die?
1: <laughs> it's not a great trade off for losing, especially a fifty point character, because that's not like a yeah. That's not a support, like a little tiny nothing. That's probably oh. a tertiary attacker. Um, or it's like uh, something that's integral to your strategy. Like, I mean, not even Mr. O- Mr. Oz is only 40. So that's like a demon in armor who is keeping your opponent from increasing their attack values. You have to lose yeah. that. But it, it has to be somebody with an Avengers. Did he have Avengers? I don't know. But something along those lines. 50 points is not nothing. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Vulture Prime was 50 points. Sure. It's like not necessarily like losing that, but it's losing something equivalent. Next up is 066, and this is Beast with the Avengers, Defenders, Illuminati, X-Men, Animal, and Mystical keywords. Um, Real name, Dr. Henry McCoy. This is the first chase that we see with a rally die. And this is a blue rally die, which is friendly attack rolls. If you remember, red is opposing attack rolls, blue is friendly, and the green is both. Uh, this is a one or two. So uh, this rally die it gives free Remove Beast's rally die. If you do, choose one. Beast has power cosmic until you choose again. Or the other option is this turn friendly characters have the X-Men team ability and can use it as free. Um, it's a cosmic energy, I guess, not power cosmic. But uh, Beast himself has the X-Men team ability and the Mystics team ability normally. Being able to get protected out wit and a willpower roll is pretty cool because you get that until you choose again. So if you, you know, Moira McTaggart Beast turned one, you can just get Power Cosmic for the whole game. You don't have to ever remove another rally die to choose again. But if you do, being able to use the X-Men team ability as free is pretty cool. Uh, it will damage a lot of your friendly characters, most likely, but it is pretty cool. And then uh, the rest of Beast style is kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of wonky and weird. So uh-huh. Beast has six range triple lightning bolts, He's got some charge blades with a special defense and damage with the charge blades, of which there's a total of four. So the first two clicks, the fifth click, which happens to be his second starting line, and then the last click, which is click eight. So eight clicks long in total, two point values, 125 and 75. The special defense and damage that appear on those charged blades clicks is defend, and vulnerability and super senses, which not a terrible combo. So top dial at 125, he's got a 19. Last click, which good luck ever landing on it, also a 19 for that defend. Um, and then the special damage power is... Outwit probability control. When Beast uses Outwit until your next turn, the chosen power also can't be used by opposing characters if they are within four squares of Beast. And then opposing characters within range can't use Safeguard Outwit or Protected Outwit, which his range being six doesn't say Line of Fire, but essentially anytime you're outwitting with Beast, they're not Protected Outwit. That's probably the coolest thing about this beast. Uh, his other four clicks that I didn't mention are Sidestep, Energy Explosion, Super Senses, Prob with nothing else of note on those powers. So if this guy sees any play, it'll be at 75 points where he has charge blades, that special defense power, that special damage power, and you'll be able to give him like a rally token to give him protected outwit because that, that outwit power is cool. Here's the thing though, it can yeah. be outwitted if he doesn't have power cosmic. So your opponent's right. like, "Oh, like I'll just get my power cosmic back by outwitting your outwit or your uh special power." But yeah, other than that that's pretty much all this beast is, which is everything I listed everything that he does, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's and all that he does is still not enough it's still just like four it's clicks still, for 75 points yeah, for or 75 points eight clicks just, for 125 for a charge piece like you have to build around him and like do you really want to build around this 75 point piece that like what's he what's he doing is he just getting rid of maybe your opponent has safeguard out wit or protected out like is he defending with his 18 top dial at 75 and his invuln and super set yeah. like what's he doing that you're willing to sink a Moira McTaggart, like to get his rally off, like I, sure. I, I don't know, because alternatively, just like, uh, like yeah. your opponent just deals you like enough damage to get you on click six or seven, and then it's like really, what is he doing? Because at that point, that sidestep energy explosion looks kind of silly for seventy-five points.
0: It's weird when a character has six range triple bolts, and then they're like.
1: And ranged clicks them to be are their range, worst like on the yeah. range clicks yeah yeah. Um, you absolutely do not want him on his range clicks because those are garbage compared to like his actual like what he's actually supposed to be doing hey okay. Speaking of garbage
0: and, you know, X-Men, because mutants are garbage, we have a uh, Venom Wolverine, a.k.a. Venom X 23 uh, She's 75 points. She has zero range. Team player, X-Men team ability. <laughs> Codex, Detective, Monster, Weapon X, X-Force, X-Men are all of her keywords. Uh, man, is she real bad here. Uh, symbiotic fusion is the trait versus the alien symbiote trait, uh, and that is going to give them plasticity and super senses, oddly enough. Uh, and then Venom Wolverine only
1: super senses from the Venoms and the symbiotes. Yeah.
0: No, shape change is only unbenched for those scrolly boys, uh, so it would seem. Uh, if Venom Wolverine is in four squares and line of fire of an opposing character, she cannot be targeted by ranged combat attacks, which is pretty solid, actually, for a charge piece, so I yeah. really liked seeing that.
1: Um, it's a good thing... they So the symbiotes don't have... What did they have traded? Plasticity, Super Senses, automatically break away. Uh, so auto they, breakaway, they, yeah. they lose the auto breakaway, but they get this real neat uh, dolphin slash WWE team ability kind of thing. right? Behind the scenes, whatever you want to call it. Um,
0: the second trait, also really good. What you want to see for a charged piece. And that is the whole uh, Giant Reach 2 free. If anyone has two action tokens, make a close attack. So, always attacking Uh, so with giant reach that gives her an eight square uh reach top dial with her 12 speed which is really really good i really like that sadly of course no improved movement which is a little rough um
1: uh, and then that's it for both an x23 and
0: a a venom character yeah Yeah. so it's odd um i don't get it but alas here we are so uh, they do start with a 12 attack with exploit weakness, 3 damage, 18 defense, toughness, uh, and like I said, 12 speed charge. Get some special stuff later when the dial rolls on to a sidestep piece and then a uh, uh, one final click of charge there at the end. So they do have stop, toughness, regen at the very end of their dial. So on their click 7, they have that. Excuse me, click 6, I can't count. Yeah, I don't um, think
1: to be fair i don't think you're ever rolling regen with this figure no no like especially on a stop click because a stop will uh reduce regen by one but yeah go ahead go on to the The big the the big reason you're definitely not rolling regen is uh the last three clicks have this special attack power:
0: blades claws, fangs when venom Wolverine uses it after resolutions heal her equal to half the d6 result. So, exactly what Simen said, it's basically the same as regen, so why wouldn't you just make an attack instead, Uh, which is really good. So, this also helps with her whole when she has two action tokens, make a close attack. So it can give you some sticking round power, once again, it's just a 75 point charge blades piece, it's a secondary attacker at best, it doesn't do anything that cool. Um, so it's not going to see competitive play necessarily. However, the sculpt is amazing. If you like playing Venoms, because uh, I really like playing Venom characters whenever I can, you're going to love this. I think all of these Venom figures, if you're a fan of Venom and a fan of like the way the sculpts look and everything, I think you're going to have to track all of these down because they are really amazing. And as far as... like a charge Venom figure goes, she is probably the best alternative Venom character that does the whole charging thing really, really well. So I like her in that regard. As far as competitive goes, no, 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 not good. Not seeing play, but amazing sculpt, really
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, charging into the weekend, as, we as kids would say. Um, so yeah. Right. Uh, I really like this the, the trait that protects... So if you're within four in Line of Fire can't be targeted by range attacks helps you get the drop yeah. quote-unquote drop on like a character um, that combined with plasticity can help you like top dial you're probably just a blanket 20 now your opponent can outwit all of these powers except the stop click. Um, I don't know I I want to think with the free attack and the giant reach that it's possible, but really the giant reach two square giant reach is hardly anything. That's, you know, not adjacency. That's one square away from adjacency. Uh, I think if it had exploit the entire dial or if it was 25 points less, I know that like, that seems crazy to say like 50 points for a stop click and blah, 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 but we've seen it before. And like, this would not be game breaking even at that. Um, But it seems like a weird combination of, like, almost Spider Hammer Eye with, I don't know, a little bit of sticking around power. But, like, what am I going to do if uh, my opponent knocks me to, like, click three and then they just outwit my charge and then I have to spend the rest of the game, like, walking up to them? You know, I could, you know, my opponent doesn't have to KO or, you know, alternatively, they just sink, like, three attacks into her at the same turn because... That stop regen toughness and blades healing thing only works if you don't get KO'd first. And this is way too high of a piece to be doing Krakow and Revival stuff with. Uh, dropping 75 points to your opponent is not great. So, I don't know. I, I'd like to believe in it, but I, I just sadly cannot because... I want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh speaking of Venoms and X-Mens, uh we've got Venom Magneto. And now this is a figure that I think is actually really worth this is like one of the few because of the point splits that it has, three point splits, um, but yes, of course, real name Max Eisenhart. Who wouldn't know that? Oh I Yeah, totally that's the real name. Knew that last name was yes, and first name Max, of course. Uh Keywords are Acolytes, Brotherhood of Mutants, Hellfire Club, X-Men, Codex, Monster, and Ruler. So it works on a Xavier swap team or a Magneto swap team. And because mm. it doesn't share uh, the name with Magneto, you could kind of actually swap the Hellfire Club X or Brotherhood, Hellfire, Acolyte Magneto for Venom Magneto, and just be three po- or five points short on the bottom dial. It's oh, okay. it's interesting. Um anyhow. Codex, Monster, Ruler. Uh, It's got the same Symbiotic Fusion trait, which is Plasticity, Super Senses, and then cannot be targeted from a range attack if you're within four squares in line of fire of an opposing character. Uh, Another trait is Symbiotic Magnetic Field, whatever that means. Uh, Energy Shield Deflection and Passenger 4, which is always good to have a pretty solid taxi. Special Attack Power, Symbiotic Magnetic Mastery, this grants Magneto telekinesis and then telekinesis as free. Uh, we haven't seen this in a, like a hot second, but this is definitely a power that we've seen before. Um, think like the most recent I remember is the Chase Jean Grey that had TK and TK as free. Oh yeah, but this is better than that because I think her TK is limited shorter. Yeah, so yeah, this is like, like three full squares. TK as free. Um, and then Symbiotic Supremacy is the damage power, which is leadership when Venom Magneto uses it and succeeds, you may instead remove an action token from another friendly character with the monster keyword within range and line of fire, and give an action token to an opposing character adjacent to that character. Wow, what a bunch of cool stuff. Action token removal and giving. Um, yeah, it's leadership with extra steps. That one's... it's okay. The 100 point dial is actually viable for 100 points. So it's 7 clicks long Uh, It's got all the stuff that I said with running shot, that special attack power, invuln, and that special damage power, 12 attack, 4 damage, 18 defense, 12 speed, 8 range, 2 lightning bolts. I don't think it's amazing because it's just invuln super senses defensively, but if you get within 4 squares, because what you could do is you could running shot, shoot 8 squares, hit somebody, TK yourself within 4 squares of that person, now you can't be... Uh, or tk yourself adjacent for all i care whatever now you can't be ranged attacked which is pretty big there's not a ton of pen damage for close Um, a much weaker dial is the 75 point line which is sidestep tk toughness that's a 10 11 17 for three and the three is that special damage power that the whole leadership that's slightly better than normal leadership. And then for 35 points, bottom dial is 35 points. You get the exact same thing as the top dial, except you just have normal leadership. That that beautiful leadership power that I thought was so amazing. Instead of that, you just get normal leadership. And I don't know what you're going to do with that for 35 points. Other than having TK and then TK as free with an 8-speed, 10-attack, 16-defense, and 2-damage. Again, still... Got all the same traits, the Passenger 4, the ESD, the uh, Protected from Range, all that stuff. Got Brotherhood of uh, Mutants team ability and the X-Men team ability. So, I think 35 points might see play. With all those keywords, I think you could include this on a Hellfire Club like, swap team or an X-Men swap team. If you need a double TK... Um, Because you can TK him up like six and then another, I guess, two because you can't go past your range. But like an eight square TK isn't anything to sneeze at. Uh, That's decent. And then also you could just like, I don't know, carry four people for 35 points. And that's pretty solid. Carry four people, TK one at the end. There's a ton of viability with this figure and that's yeah probably, i probably the last he, time you'll hear me say that when we're yeah. talking about these chases yeah absolutely uh no
0: i do i really do kind of like this venom magneto i think he's really neat and you now a monster taxi very yeah. solid i don't i don't think we have a lot of monster taxis either for, so for
1: 35 i mean yeah for 35, 35 you know you don't have that cheap. sidestep but eight squares is nothing yeah
0: i i definitely do wish he had the sidestep the change to carry does give this eight squares a bit more punch and the tk is free is great so i think i think he really shines at 35 but what you're saying about like the 100 point line is he has enough going for him at 100 points i think it, it can justify that 100 point cost as well so i i do dig this magneto uh, next up, we got old, old Rob, Robert Reynolds here. Uh, the Sentry, Cosmic Energy, six range, one bolt. He's a, he's 150 points, or he's 50 points. He's Avengers, Cosmic, Dark Avengers, and Horseman for keywords. He's got two traits and a special speed power. Oh, man. Eight clicks of life. Or old, old Bob here. He's got 10,000 exploding suns. Sentry can reduce penetrating damage, so he has Impervious. That's his first S-U-N-S, S-O-N-S,
1: not S-O-N-S. Yeah. Yeah, no. Not a bunch of um Yeah, not a male t-
0: children not a <laughs> I guess.
1: Of, not a bunch of boys oh, exploding. It's it's yeah the, the big shiny things in the sky. This thing, yeah, that thing. Ten thousand so imagine of those. if that blew up. Yeah, ten thousand.
0: That's like a lot. It's like a lot yeah. a lot. Uh, he can reduce penetrating damage. He's gotten impervious the first two clicks, invuln for his next three clicks, and then toughness on his last three clicks. So, I would like to have seen more impervious and invulnerability, and maybe just I don't know, no toughness at
1: all. Uh, yeah. but here
0: we are. Oh, you um, mean I somebody guess. that's
1: powered by ten thousand exploding suns? Maybe ten thousand exploding, exploding suns. Toughness. Yeah. Someone that has a, a flavor text that says more powerful than you can dream of. Guess what, Bobby? I can dream of things more powerful than toughness. Jeez, yeah, I really—it's uh, rough. I don't like it. You, shall, shall you
0: continue to, to poop on Bob here. No, <laughs> Do you want to just really let into old old Bob Reynolds?
1: His flavor text is it's boring.
0: It is boring. It's boring. I I love the the hovering menace, menacingly or whatever for ominously, his sidestep yeah.
1: ominously. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. This so funny. Don't mind me with my uh, my 10 attack and 9 attack just hovering here ominously. Like, what? Do you okay. think you're
0: scared of him at that point in his dial? Are you scared? Is that the ominous no. Bob Reynolds here that you're no. scared like, of? I don't you're think you're scared so. of
1: century Sentry, and like in canon, you are always scared of Sentry, like regardless of who you are, unless you're like Odin or maybe Thor, or like, you know, Hyperion, like one of those guys. But. Right. Any normal Marvel person is terrified of Sentry. On the last two clicks, Wolverine's not scared of Sentry. Cyclops no. isn't like uh, Cash, Punisher isn't scared of Sentry. Uh, um, no, like the no. Electra. There's a lot of people not scared of Sentry. Anyone Out with, the with duck's a not knife, of apparently, uh, that can deal you know two damage is not scared of Sentry on clicks seven and eight as yeah. he's hovering ominously. Because that's all he that's all he'll be doing is hovering. Anyways, um
0: his other trait is when he KOs an opposing character after resolution's roll a d6. This is I guess to balance him, but it's not like okay. Roll a d6, he kills somebody, right? One to two, you deal him an unavoidable damage on a three through six, you remove an action token from him. So obviously to just take a token off, so between that and cosmic energy, he might be, you know, going turn turn after turn after turn but dealing him 1 unavoidable damage on the 1 through 2 is really bad like that's really, that's a bummer um, and then his special speed power he only has for the first 3 clicks of his top dial, so 150 points, you have to pay 150 points to get this 150 points to get this, alright, ready? Flurry charge, but do not have speed, period, that's it so, what Sky so Tyrant Sonic. can do at 50 points and 100 points... <laughs> yes. Rob... Oh, Bob here can only do it at 150 points. And also, it's still not as good. He is so bad. No. Um, Sentry yeah, uh, is garbage.
1: I mean... Yeah, Sky Tyrant... Well, well, you don't need to rehash Sky Tyrant, but... No. We comparatively, know ...comparatively, way more sticking power. Um, uh-huh. I have to assume the Horseman of Death trait... <laughs> is entirely flavor based because dealing one unavoidable damage to your character for KOing, like for literally doing the thing that this game is designed to do for like good job. You actually, you know, you KO'd a character dealing one unavoidable, which is interesting that they once again have brought back unavoidable while having bench powers. Um, But that's besides the point, just a strange, strange thing. Sadly, if that knocks him from click one to click two, you have a much better character. A charge flurry 11 for four pen damage is much better than his top dial 12 for four nothing. And then also you heal. So, like, that's also, like, way better. Yeah. I mean,
0: ugh, dude, he's just... Okay, also, like, maybe he gets missed it right away. I said sentry at six range. He's got no, there's no point in his dial where you'd rather shoot somebody than punch somebody. He's got exploit weakness, close combat expert, mostly charge. So there's only one point in his dial is when he's hovering ominously on those last two clicks with sidestep, where if you can't reach somebody with sidestep close combat expert, you can at least shoot somebody. Can I also say the way the power combos feel in uh, in these chases does not feel like a Wonder Woman- um, power change power set if I'm being real with you um, uh, just for a lot of these it doesn't quite seem a lot of them seem like they're using the whole gosh. Wonder Woman how powers work to their advantage they're I all mean,
1: very similar normal power sets we're used to seeing since like Mighty Thor on stuff like so, seeing cent- this sentry here with no special attack or you know not even a special attack just zero well, yeah. attack power top dial zero damage power top dial seeing these like weird white gaps in the uh, what used to be like very filled out dials. Right. becoming like more of a norm than anything else. And I, I don't necessarily like it. Um, Not that I think that it's like, you know, necessary to have every single power under the sun, but like, man, when it's a chase and it's 150 points, I sure would like to have all of my power slots filled in some variation. Even if it's, like, not on dial, if I'm able to pick something. Um, and then we'll, we'll go into our last, I think, our last big beefy bruiser guy. Big beefy boy. Uh, and that is the Hulk. So this is Horseman of War. So Horseman of Apocalypse, uh, the Horseman War. So Hulk here, Dr. Bruce Banner has the horseman keyword, armor, brute, and monster keywords. Um, yep. No, no Avengers to be spoken of, uh, but mm. can charge mm. or can move through characters and blocking uh, special speed ability there. Two point values, 225, and then oh boy. where there's like a very, very blatant split after click four that would go to click five, six, and seven. There's no alternative point value for those ones. No, 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 no. Second point value is 50 points, 175 point difference. 50 points will get you the last three clicks, arguably, almost as good, like not even, not even arguably, 225 points, top dial, you have a 12 speed charge, a 10 attack, that's right, for 225 points, for the low, low price of 225 points, you can get up to a 10 attack. That's amazing. Beautiful. Uh, you get an 18 defense with impervious and a 4 damage with exploit. Now, what could I possibly get for 175 points less? It'd have to be something ridiculous. So, a 10 speed. Okay, good. Charge. Okay, so two less speed. That makes sense. So, clearly my attack will be like an 8. Nope, nope. Same exact attack value for 225 points. For 50 points, you get a 10 attack value. Your defense is a 17 instead of an 18 and your damage is the exact same. Why am I ever playing this Hulk at 225? Well, because he mysteriously gets real good on clicks five, six, and seven, but there's zero stop click. There's zero way to make sure that you knock your, like that you get knocked to those. So we'll get into his dial here, but yeah. Um, on clicks five, six, and seven. like uh, This is just assuming entirely your opponent is silly enough to hit you to one of these and not just straight past them. Uh, Hulk gets almost the only part in his dial where he gets a special speed power that is charge flurry. Uh, simple charge flurry. Rage given purpose, brutality given form. Cool. It is really cool. Uh, Twelve attack. For two of the clicks with a 5 damage close combat expert. Meaning you're a 13 for 6. And then a 12 for 5. The only other place he gets this charge. Flurry is on click 9. Where he has exploit and steal energy. Which could heal you to this. As long as you played him at 225. That's maybe the only good reason to play him at 225. is Because maybe you get to heal him back to this. Uh, So then he's got, with that trait, uh, the second horseman of death war, second horseman of apocalypse war. Uh, If an opposing character was damaged this turn, you modify Hulk's attack by plus one. If an opposing character was KO'd this turn, you modify his attack plus two. So again... On those mid-clicks, you could hit potentially a 14 or 15 attack. Uh, Top dial, you could see upwards of a 12 attack. Wow. At 50 points, upwards of a 12 attack. Wow. And that's assuming no perplex or anything. Um, Special attack power that he has on clicks 1 through 4, and then on his starting dial for click uh, 8, which is 50 points, that special attack is Bladesclaw's Fangs when Hulk uses it. Also deal damage equal to half the D6 result to each untargeted opposing character adjacent to Hulk. Now, the least he can do on those clicks, because they're all 4 damage at least, one's 5 damage, but the least amount of damage he can do is 3. If you roll a 6, that means that anybody that's adjacent and untargeted takes 3 damage that's pretty cool. Uh, alternatively, if you roll like a one or a two, they're still taking one. As long as they don't have a reducer, they're going to take one. Uh, and then if you roll like a three or a four, they can take two. That's how numbers work. And then he has a singular stop click, which is stop invulnerability regeneration, safeguard opposing prob control. Uh, and then lastly, this Hulk is a giant. So you do have that three through six willpower roll. I think this Hulk has some potential at 50 points because you do have charge. You do have blades. You do have that interesting effect. You have four damage exploit. You have uh, cosmic willpower and you have giant size. Well, you have giant size willpower and then you have cosmic energy, which protects you. Um, but man. That's two hundred and twenty-five points of like unusable in any kind of competitive setting, kind of figure, and it's really sad because, geez, like had had we just gotten that charge flurry top dial with that special attack, and close combat expert or exploit or whatever, had we just gotten those numbers kind of swapped around. The 225 wouldn't feel so bad. Had there been a second stop-click, we've had hulks with multiple stop-clicks before, had there been a second stop-click on click 5 with, like, a, uh, I don't know, literally anything, I could have seen this character doing a little bit more. Um, sadly, with the keywords and the 50-point dial being the only viable thing for any kind of competitive play, I just not oh, see it yeah. getting played over... Sky Tyrant or any of the other good 50 point charge options nope it's just it's the same thing with all these chases it's just a lot of points well and imagine and for 225 to... points imagine that you end up at any point in the dial with a 9 attack and that the average attack value you have is a 10 that's ridiculous yeah. That is it's truly, bad. and I I don't say this to be like mean to whoever designed this figure, uh, because I do think that it's like hard to make a full set. I I imagine that it's real rough. It does not ever make sense for 225 points to have a 10 attack be the average. My first three clicks, no matter who the character is, I get the Hulk gets angry and so he gets like better as it goes on. For 200, like, don't make it 225 points then. Make it, like, I don't know, 125 points, and I would have contemplated that top dial. 125 points, that top dial doesn't look so bad. But 225? Like, you've got to be kidding me. That is that is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I, I can't even imagine this guy at 225 points taking, like, down even... Uh, like, three years ago, like, let's say an ID, ID card-less team three years ago, 225 point this character versus, like, that 300, zero chance. This figure just does not do it. If it yeah. had some sort of protected, like, pen damage or, like, anything else, uh, if, like, the, the stat boosts were for attack and damage, maybe, I don't know, but as is... <laughs> Uh, it's a waste. And that, ladies and
0: gentlemen, I wish we had a happier note, but that is the Empire Chases. I think people love seeing chases, um, and yet these were all pretty you know, big bummers. Now, to be fair, I will say this. We've had sets in the past where the chases all kind of suck, but there are a lot of standouts, i.e. check out the Captain America and the Avengers set. All the chases are really plain and boring and have one or two gimmicks. And uh but there's a lot of super rares and rares that are actually kind of neat or generics or standout figures. So I am still hopeful that there are some standout figures in the set. This doesn't make me particularly excited for what Noran Rad or Ricky Barnes can do. They will also probably be fairly bland. Uh but I don't think it's gonna weigh too hard on what I was gonna buy the set, anyways. I wasn't planning on buying a ton. So yeah, the chases are a huge bummer. I do feel a little bad uh, for Scotty P, but he can wipe his tears with money. So I mean, him not being able <laughs> to just uh, hope open Eagles, the chase,
1: Nornrad, or or at least one Ricky, of the ones with really cool or, flavor text. Yeah, They're you like, know, oh. I
0: wouldn't mind learning more about the Thanos, Captain America, and like a few other figures. All these are like the
1: Harold Thor, like and the sculptor. He's, are he's really got cool, a lot of so like, a lot of knowledge in his noggin, so. I I poo-pooed a lot on, like, most of these figures. That Thor, I think, will stick at least at, like, $75 for a long time because it's a really cool sculpt, and it is fun and casual. And that's, you know, obviously when we talk about this stuff, we're talking about, like, is competitive going to change the price? Because casually, all of these are, like, good. You can make any, any piece fun and casual. That Hulk that I just really slammed... Casually, your opponent's probably not gonna like be like, "Oh, I must maximize the damage. I'm gonna psychic blast him for three, and then wait yeah. to psychic blast him for another three because I don't want to hit him onto like." No, your opponent's probably never gonna do that. Your opponent's right. probably just gonna have fun with you, casually, unless you play at like one of those horrible, awful venues where it's always competitive all the time. Um, but if that's the case, then you know you're already there. So, what can <laughs> I do for you? Um, no, I I think a lot of the sculpts are really solid, really cool, and I'm still excited for the set. I'm just with this being like the biggest takeaway that we've had so far. It's not looking great. If this is like no, the, the flavorist, the chases get, and I'm like, ugh. I'm guessing super rares and rares are going to be worse than this. And then commons and uncommons are going to somehow be worse than that. I I hope they
0: go all in with at least the super scrolls and the Ultrons and stuff, though. Like, because I really want Ultron to be really cool, especially that Hank Pym Ultron, as far as flavor goes. Um, Same thing with, like, the super scroll figures. Uh, But we'll have to see. Um, Let's go ahead and start wrapping up the show. And we're going to jump into community. There are dozens of us. we have a ton of questions we skipped questions last week and now we're paying the price this week turns out even though we skip questions people still like to ask us more and pile on quite a bit which we love we love getting questions don't get me wrong we just have a bunch to answer now so we're gonna try to rattle through these uh, as best we can so you guys don't have to listen to a three-hour podcast this week all right uh Starting off with the Discord, we got Bill saying seeing as Empire looks like it's going to feature a lot of non-616 characters. Who would you like to see clicked in the set? Now, obviously, we all know how many figures are clicked in the set, so he changed his answer a little bit. So he says, now that my question is somewhat invalid, what non-616 characters do you wish had been clicked in this set? Uh, I'll go ahead and start. Uh, As far as non-616 characters, uh, obviously, this is going to be pretty consistent for me across the board, is any like Captain America style figures. So like the Captain America core, obviously, besides Bucky, Steve Rogers, and Sean Walker, the rest of the Captain America core who haven't been clicked are all non-616 versions. So that's going to be the, not Isaiah Bradley, I forget his name, but the Captain America great grandson of isaiah bradley or I actually think luke cage or something like that um but i think he is a bradley um him he would be cool and of course american dream from like avengers 2 and everybody from that like weird universe that american dream is in could also be clicks which would be cool i think the wasp from that universe is clicks and also in 616 somewhat but there's also like a weird take on juggernaut in that universe that's cool and a few different characters that I would like to see Clixt. Um But yeah, that's that's what I would look forward to. Uh, Simeon, six one six characters, non six one six characters. You wish were in this set.
1: Um, I think so. I don't. I know that they're like actually in comics. I just can't think of what comics. But uh, like the next Avengers, the the heroes of tomorrow, the Kid Avengers, oh, the kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have like to movie? see those clicks at some point. And I'm not saying that this would have been the best time. Obviously I have not read all the way through Empire. But it being in Avengers, Fantastic Four, X Men, like the first set that's combining all of those again. Um, it would have been cool to like have like a chase theme that was kind of like along those lines. Um I do like the chase theme, whatever, I guess it's not even a theme. It's just kind of a hodgepodge. I do like the chases. We've got, you know, several, uh, alternate uh, versions of characters. Yes. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. We've got Harold or yeah. yeah, we've got like some, you know, Iron Man. That's not Iron Man cap. That's not cap, uh, beast. That's, uh, usable, um, stuff like that. No, uh, yeah, I'd really like to see as far as on the Marvel front, something like that. I really like the alternative stories that take place in like the far future and like different things around those kind of storylines. And then I don't really know how you would clicks it, but the like the Max, the Marvel Max, which is like the not PG thirteen kind of series that Whoa. they do. Um, yeah, it's Punisher, uh, Jessica Jones, yeah, it's a, Marvel it's the Punisher. Shot people, but like we showed it, you saw it very good. Marvel, like clap clap. Uh, he kills, he kills like I think it's ducks. There's like a special agent that's like following him, and she's like, Not the ducks, Frank. And he just like murders a bunch of ducks that are flying in the way of his bullets. Um, well, I mean, it's probably the worst thing he's
0: done. Is that oh, that's the worst thing he's done. Uh, you could say it's a murder, most
1: foul. (laughs) <laughs> let's yeah. get past that let's get past it now <laughs> truly, truly innocents were harmed that day when the death um, yes but yeah those are my my two answers uh the Heroes and tomorrow i really liked that movie it's kind of campy because again it's it's kids so they can't yeah. like, do anything like too crazy um they can't like kill off like tiny valkyrie or little cap or whatever their names are, James Rogers. Uh, they can't kill those characters off or like injure them terribly bad because they're children or at least that trained. was a fun but movie but though. It, is a, that yeah, was it is a fun and good movie. And it's got like elements of some real comic storylines that we've seen some like characters and stuff that, yeah, like the whole
0: future seen. maestro type deal. Him being yeah. like
1: the last person on earth, like all that stuff. Yeah. Like that's
0: really neat. Um, Dance asked a question. We're going to skip it because it's kind of intuitive. A lot to it there. Uh, Alex goes in and says, Very early Heroclix sets had ludicrous amount of figures um, that, of course, got three dials each, resulting in a set with nearly 200 figures. Set 47 is a full booster set with a fairly low amount of figures, 60 figures and seven equipment objects, according to the current solicit. What do you think is for sets? So I really like the 60... Uh, I don't like 60. I think 70 figures is good. I think more than 70 I don't like at all. I think 70 is solid. I think 7 equipment is a good choice for equipment. I think I don't want more than 10 pieces of equipment probably throughout the set. Uh, I would take 10 if it means we get some common or uncommon equipment. I'd be cool with that. I do miss that since the Mighty Thor. Uh, As far as sets go that are... Um, like XDPS when it has about like fifty to fifty five yeah. figures and then it has the colossals. Split, yeah. I I think that's fine. I think I think that's okay. I would say they could pull back on the amount of super rare colossals um and that kind of stuff. Probably don't uh, need besides that, Probably don't need primes and sets like that either, mm-hmm. uh, with colossals being the way they are. So yeah, I would say 70 figures, I think, is a fine amount uh, for a set. I just, you know, I don't like pulling a lot of the same thing every time. And yeah, I think, yeah. but at the same time, I don't think set 47 is terrible with 60 figures. So I think 70 is good. That's kind of their standard, and I think I think that's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, two of my least favorite full five booster sets are Elseworlds and What If, and those were both... What I think like 50, 50 it was some low. figures, yeah. It was low, yeah. So, yeah, Venom Punisher is number 50. So, yeah, that was their two sets that were both uh 50 figures in each. Um, just seems really weird in that like situation. Uh, and they did so they did nix a few like the commons and some like the uncommons, so it wasn't like you were. Pulling just as many commons and uncommons as normal, you were pulling like more. Uh, well, it was the same ratio, but there were fewer of those in the set to pull. I should say. Yeah. Um, no, I one of my favorite sets is Avengers Defenders War, and that had seventy five. Mm. Uh, Justice League Trinity War had something along like the. I don't know, somewhere in like the range of seventy. It was like pretty close to seventy. So I think like anywhere from sixty to seventy is a good metric to go for. And then stuff like War of Light is obviously just way too much. I think that that's like way too much for to ask for completionists in a single set. Yeah. Let alone like a single month or two months or. Any kind uh-huh. of though, I guess War of Light came out over a course of several months, but yeah, yeah. it was it's a lot to ask for. Um, well, we have to remember War of Light was basically two different boosters though, with odds and right. evens. So yeah, so it was kind uh, of like two. It was sets. really half. Yeah. yeah, it was two sets technically, technically, but yeah, apparently. No, I I agree with that. Um, yeah, I will for say one thing graders, though, as far as equipment, um, I guess for, I'll say, for a full, I like even numbers. That's all I'm gonna say oh. about that. Ooh. Ooh. I will say one thing really quickly about gravity feeds.
0: Um, If your gravity feed is 20 characters and then half the characters are the same as the first 10, your gravity feed sucks. I hate it. Uh, That's Thor, that's Eternals, that's kind of Captain Marvel, that's kind of Black Widow. Uh, Doubling up on all these characters really, really sucks. I would rather you have a 15-character gravity feed like Civil War um, and not have any doubles of figures at all. You know, yeah, a very low, I, I can't like stand a, the two versions thing. That sucks. version. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, Cody says, with DC only having one set a year, do you think those sh- sets should have another year in modern rotation to help diversify the meta? Very interesting, uh, I will say, that you say to help diversify meta. As far as that goes, no, I don't think any set should ever stay, no matter what property it is, to help diversify meta. I think the meta will be diversified itself. Now, as far as you wanting to say, like, DC should be in there just because there's so much Marvel stuff, I don't think they should have another year in rotation, um, because eventually like that won't get played. Like, let's just say another year in rotation, Batman the Animated Series could still be modern nothing from that except for the chases is going to be seeing play and that's the same that it's been for the last three years of that set's life you know see that doesn't help
1: and that's all rebirth is going to see it's it's oz and
0: duke thomas
1: yeah some people like that
0: yeah like that's it you know so as far as meta goes there's nothing in like sets after a certain point or there's one or two figures in sets after a certain point that will actually see play.
1: I think um, I think has,
0: the uh, whole
1: D, like DC viable options. Yeah. Um,
0: silver's I think with silver we don't have to do this anymore and then Sorry, really quick, just to finish my thought. I like what they did with keeping Rebirth the cutoff point, where normally it would have been after that. I think that's fine, where it's just doing their best to not say DC sets get an extra year in Modern, but saying we will stretch to get another DC set to keep it in Modern. I think that is fine, but I I don't think they should get an extra year. I don't think any set... I don't think WWE should get an extra year, even though it's going to be gone next year. I don't, which is sad to think about. Um, I don't think anything should get an extra year just because it's not Marvel basically. So that's, that's my thoughts on it. Sorry. I, long yeah.
1: I yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think that the modern rotation is like, you know, that's not the thing that most people who play this game care about. Um, now, that's like the most of what people online will talk about is probably like modern rotation and like meta and stuff like that. But the vast majority of the people that play this game don't even bother like caring about what's modern. It's mostly yeah. tabletop, kitchen top. Uh, well, it's all tabletop. Oh, wait. No, it's not because Roll20 Ooh. exists. Right. Um, yeah. but Imagine yeah. playing Roll20. Um, I, I don't think that WizKids yeah. needs to worry about that over... Other things that they can better and focus on. Speaking of kitchen top, Alex asked a question. He watched Chef the other day,
0: and he's now very hungry. If you could click your favorite food, what powers would it have? To be clear, it would be an actual figure with a dial, not just a special object. So this is sentient food that we are we are making. Um, first of all, I want to say,
1: yeah, we're making food. Incredible food, food monsters. In, or no. This food was once edible. Now it's quite incredible. Now come here oh, and take a look at is... fighting creatures. You can ah, cook. Fighting oh food on st- na- 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 na, something like that. I don't think that's like the tune of the song. Um, but okay. <laughs> ah, but Sorry, I also enjoy. don't know. Uh so my
0: favorite, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite, like, cheat food or unhealthy food is gonna be a a Culver's chocolate shake. So this is like brain freeze, incapacitate style powers is basically what what a chocolate shake would probably be, I guess, you know, outwit your ability to run <laughs> negative something speed or something because you're full, I don't know, I think it's a lot of food could have that, but th- my favorite food, I guess, chocolate shake would probably have incapacitate,
1: so, oh, Simeon. Um... I want to say my favorite food's like momos, but that's just cuz like it's one of my favorite like foods uh, to go get. It's got to be yeah. buffalo wings. So uh powers that a buffalo wing would have. Let's say like a buffalo wing was a and it would definitely have like battle fury. Yeah. It would have to have like it'd be like close combat because it's obviously got battle fury um but probably like poison not because uh, like that poison you, but that's like a good call burns. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like some sort of like human torch kind of like aspect to like poison. Like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. Charge, maybe flurry, but that doesn't really make a ton of sense. And then maybe like a, a stop click where it's like, you know, dipped it in ranch and now it's got, Ooh. you know, it's become Ooh. sentient and it's like cosmic powered now. Um, but yeah, before we launched cosmic power, I like that. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen Chef?
0: No, I have not. No. The movie
1: Chef. No. Can you guess what Marvel, what MCU character is the main character and director of I believe Chef. It's, uh I believe it's John Favreau, Happy Hogan, is it not? Yeah, it is. Okay. Doesn't
0: he have like a really I think I tried to watch a show on Netflix that he had, which was also just like him cooking with people, but it was really boring and really bad.
1: So Yeah, I, I guess stopped. when you're just like famous director dude you can just make like it's so it's such a weird film it's hard to even describe but there's like there's zero tension which <clears throat> makes me really tense throughout the movie because throughout the entire oh. movie I'm like what's gonna go bad and then it's just like nothing really goes all that bad and it's just very oh. strange Robert Downey Jr. shows up at one point he's the oh, one who really? gives him like the food truck it's very strange like it's huh. a very fine, okay movie, but I will just say it is, in fact, just a movie, and that's all I can really say about okay. it. Okay,
0: I can't yeah. say I care much about movies about food unless it's Ratatouille, and even yeah. then, that's you not really. You do get even
1: to see John Favreau go on like a he gets like a on a tangent slash meltdown about chocolate lava cake where he smashes it at one oh. point, so there is that. Mm. That's one of the best desserts at Red Lobster, so I don't know why he's so mad about
0: it, but okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Mark asks, set 47 being kind of revealed here. Uh, top three must-haves, top three no ways. Uh, personally, I top three must-haves, got to go to, of course, uh, a go- really good John Walker, uh, a really solid Battle Star. This is, of course, assuming we don't get any duo figures, which we probably won't. Uh, as far as like a third must have eh i'm pretty i'm gonna probably say
1: close-up magic jimmy Wu. um simi what are your top three must-haves my top three must-haves i really want the the from the loki series i want the old man loki when he's fighting aliath or whatever the smoke monster thing is not really fighting it but when he's just generating a giant city out of like illusion I want like some not necessarily like a chase figure but like something that's like that version of him mm-hmm. uh that was like a really cool scene. Uh I have not watched what if yet. So um from Falcon Winter Soldier man, I'd really I'd like to get a Batrick the Leaper, a new like a newish one, one that's Oh yeah. not from what was the last one that we got?
0: It would have been one um Winter Soldier as far as George St. Pierre,
1: it would have been Winter Soldier. Um, as far as normal comic Batrock, it would have been Avengers: Defenders War. Yeah, so it's been way too long. Uh, and then, like a also like a working on the boat. Sam would be a great figure. Oh, gosh, stop. Man, what a great uh, plot line! Uh, that is. Um, like, and, and, uh, no, uh, so so Batrock and then from uh, Wanda Vision. I'd really like to get um, like a Cat Dennings driving the truck thing. The, oh, or, sure. Like, the donut truck or whatever it was. Yeah. It's not a donut truck. I don't know what it was, though. Yeah,
0: no. It was like a food truck. Like Carnival. I'm going to say for like my top three I really don't want – Um, It's going to be kind of the whole, we've seen like alligator Loki, croaky, crocodile, locodile, whatever the hell you want to say it is. Um, I don't like that that exists. People can hate me as much as you want. That character was not that important to the story. So I don't want to waste set slots on characters that aren't important. So... um, I don't want to waste a wasted set slot on a figure like President Loki, as cool as that may be. Um, he would probably have some stupid Doug's Army ability that's not good or something, you know, and he doesn't do anything. I wanted him to do something cool, but he didn't do anything cool. So I don't want to waste a set slot on him. I don't want to waste a set slot on like boastful Loki either, because um, like he also did basically nothing. Um And I honestly don't want to waste a set a bit, slot yeah. on Kang either like as much as I like the one who knows or okay I really no. I'll take that back. I don't want to waste a set slot on miss minutes If you give miss minutes a figure I will boot curb stomp every miss minutes figure I pull Make her a pog that is fine. Do not waste a set slot on miss minutes. Oh, well, oh, I will shoot I be so mad Please yeah. don't. I liked her. I liked that it was the it's... Applejack voiced actress, and she was like, "Howdy, y'all!"
1: Like that's she was cute. She was funny. Sure. Whatever. Don't give her a figure, though.
0: Odd yeah, fine. I, I don't know
1: how you would really explain that in in any kind of way that wasn't like a complete support kind of thing. Um, yeah, a bystander that gen- like you generate a bystander and it has you know perplexed prob out with something, something yeah. some sort of power set like that fine um yeah Yeah. uh figures i don't want to see um man honestly yeah like because it's such a small set i can't really weed out too many that i don't want to see uh i don't want to see too many that didn't have a ton of screen time and because i haven't watched what if i don't know but i feel like party thor was like an episode or like less than that as far as screen time goes and i feel like it would be way more prominent to uh use like the series that had like full character development throughout them like wandavision falcon winter soldier and loki um i really don't want that being said i really don't want multiple versions i don't want like three loki's uh, and that being like I don't even know what to, co- like, our Loki is what I'll call him, because I, like, the main, the one that we follow through the series. I don't want three versions of just him. Uh, I feel like we're already yeah. going to get at least two. I don't want three versions of Sam. Um, Sam is pretty much a static character. I feel throughout. like we're going to get three at least, though. Yeah, and that's like, my really that's my good Captain because... America, an okay Captain America, and then, like, a Falcon. Like what, I just don't want big to get thing four that changes and get Sam throughout the Falcon Winter Soldier series. Like a shield. Well, sure, but like it's you know, money for he, he does boat. train with the shield, and like that's like does. that is the true. big physical like change. Uh, I'm just thinking like as far as like character development, because um, even after meeting. Like Isaiah Bradley, he doesn't really change that much. Like his opinion, really, and he like kind of goes
0: back to be like, "See, look, what you kind of said was wrong," or <laughs> like, like later on, you know, well, in yeah, the show, it's, it's right. weird.
1: It's like, oh, so you're saying the red, white, and blue kind of like abused the heck out of you. And that's terrible. Like, this is not a good Sam Wilson impression. This is, like, my oh, bad No, it's not. Oh, just, we're just going to say it's bad. This is my bad New York impression for some reason. Uh, yeah, there we go. But it's like, so the red, white, and blue abused you, Isaiah. And you don't like them because of that. Because, you know, they tortured you and this and that. But what if I showed up in a suit that was red, white, and blue? Because I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like Sam's, like, uh... Yeah. I don't know, like kind of cavalier attitude toward, uh, towards Isaiah's I'm, story is like uh, one of the worst things in like the the whole thing for me. yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. I will say one thing: I'd
0: rather have multiple versions of Sam than multiple versions of Bucky. That's true because uh, because Bucky he doesn't does not change. Yeah, doesn't do much. Yeah, like is there an emotional sure coming to like, terms of being the Winter Soldier? But as far as like how does that translate to hero clicks like? Depressed Bucky to slightly not as depressed Bucky doesn't change how he punches
1: someone, I don't think. No. So, as far like, as yeah, we don't need game multiple Buckies. Um, yeah. Now, that being said, I think we could definitely use two Battle Stars, you know, like. <laughs> Heavy object, Battlestar, and then that's normal. mean. That's
0: so mean. That's so mean. No respect for Battlestar. Uh, Battlestar is my my man, dude. When I saw him, and I was like, "Wow, we are we're not only getting John Walker, we're getting freaking Battlestar." I was so impressed with the MCU. I was like, "What a, a stop
1: click that gives a."
0: Opposing You're character TK. You're a bad person. You're a bad man, Simi. <laughs> move and Bruce. him
1: next to blocking, and then KO him so instantly.
0: Mean. That is so mean. Knockback. Uh. Knockback <laughs> knock does Battlestar damage. <laughs> Battlestar is the only one that can take knockback damage. Actually. Yeah, uh, all right. That's mean. Him. Um. All right, uh, Chance says, if you guys had to guess in a year, what is your win-loss ratio? I like to keep my win-loss ratio pretty close, apparently. Um, if you look at my WizKids info network, they I'm maybe 10 wins above my losses at any given point in time. Uh, one time, it was like one win above my losses, so I'm probably like... 55 wins, 45 losses for the year, maybe 60-40. Honestly, it's real it's real close. That's I mean, that's just that's the way it is. I lose a lot, I, I win about the same amount. It's if I were a fighter, like a boxer, they would be like this guy is absolutely
1: garbage. The the <laughs>
0: losses to wins, yeah, they would be like no, he
1: never bet no on this person ever. Uh what about you, you Simeon? Uh, according to the win system, which I don't know how accurate it is just because I you know I don't know how accurate it is. Um I have so cuz Devin entered it as a tie one time. I oh, do yes. have one tie. Uh Beautiful. but I have 349 wins to 216 losses according to my win system. Now I would like to think that I've lost way more than that, but that gives me a slightly better than I don't know, like a slightly better than one and a half uh, chance of like winning most games. I don't, not one and a half chance. I don't know, a one point five win to loss ratio. I guess slightly better than that. It'd be closer to like one point six. I don't want to do yeah. the math, but yeah, um, which is way better than any other game win to loss ratio when it's like a human aspect added in. So sure. yeah, that. I mean, I can't believe it's that like, big of a skew, because, man, half of those 216 losses had to have come from, like, the first year and a half that I played, or first two years that I played. Oh, sure. Like, I did not win for a very long time. I don't know when all of a sudden I just became this, like, unstoppable...
0: Oh, yes, of course. ...to whatever. Yeah.
1: You unstoppable beast, Simiverse. Yeah. I forget. I forget. forget.
0: Um. Yeah. what bothered me the most about the venue I used to go to, and I obviously... I don't play super weekly or very consistently like a lot of people do but the venue i used to go to in rapid city they never put anything in the win system and it really bothered me and i was like man i i show up here maybe once every three months play three games uh but honestly probably thanks to them is why i don't have more losses than wins because uh, yeah. that's where i was
1: playing you know mostly at the beginning um <laughs> i i played at a venue where yeah they were so into the win system that they would like lie and schedule events on the like, holidays and stuff to get special badges or oh my trophies gosh. or whatever oh and they'd my be like goodness. do you want to be signed up for like the for the July 4th one cuz like blah 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 like this oh, yeah. I was like no achievement thing i do not care that much but yeah they were like it's super
0: rude. To that achievement hunter like type dealer, like yo, like during like Justice League or something, where they like, Yo, did you pull an ID card? Are you gonna use the code? Can I put, can I put <laughs> the code in my win? I've Let's still never code. entered a single code. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, Bill asks, How much is the difference of playing a full sideline of stuff like trouble alerts, trouble makers, etc., or sentinels give you over a player without any? Um, I think you have just a clear advantage. I mean, it's free, yeah. right. Trouble Alerts and Troublemakers, I have, I don't want to say I have won games, but I have had games where the flow of the game has changed by me bringing in either a Lex Luthor, because I then, I now have uh, a Precision Strike, 11 for 3 attacker, or a, you know, of course, the biggest one being Black Vulcan, a yeah. penetrating damage figure to take out a Colossal figure pen or poison, something like that, pen right? Pen explosion. Poison. Then yeah. he's hard to put down in his own right with super senses and then later super senses that he can prob, whatever, you know? So I, I think you have a clear advantage. I don't think it's the world's biggest advantage, but I would say I'd say if you go a one on one with another wrestler, you got a 50 50 chance of winning, right? Now, I'm not, I'm a genetic freak, all right? I got money, so I got a full sideline of trouble alerts and troublemakers. So that takes your 50 50 chance.
1: I've got a 66. 66- Two thirds chances of win. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that's okay, I'm gonna stop there, but that's what I think, Bill. Now his own Bill knows he can't beat me. <laughs> so you take his fifty chance percent chance of winning, and my sixty-six and two thirds chance percent chance of winning, I got hundred and twenty-three and three thirds percent chance of winning. I don't remember how it goes. It's a triple threat bet. No, okay, we're not <laughs> going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Luke, now that all the chases for Empire have been previewed, please rank in order of what you expect for. Personal favorites, playability, cost, slash, resale, value. Uh, personal favorite for me, it's still going to have to be uh, Thanos and Ricky Barnes, just because they're Captain America adjacent yeah. characters. Playability-wise, I think... Uh, demon in armor is the most playable or
1: uh, well really I think Venom Magneto is the most playable Venom Magneto and then Venom Magneto yeah those seem like uh, because they're the cheapest like they both happen to be the cheapest yes and get the vote for most playable
0: I think resale value I think that Thor is going to be the most expensive chase I definitely think that Thor, or that century, cause we haven't seen century in a long time, but I think yeah. easily that Thor, I,
1: I really, yeah. our house, not good, but I think resale value. He's going to have the highest. Yeah. I will say for my personal favorites, that's not my favorite version of the century. Uh, that is one of my favorite versions of the Hulk. Um, not
0: oh, yeah, one of Hulk. my favorite
1: versions of Thor, but it is a really cool version. So I think my personal favorites are the, uh, Horseman of Apocalypse, Hulk, and oh. Venom, X-23. And that's from someone that really doesn't care about the Venoms. And even like that X-23 sculpt isn't great. I just think it's it's neat. Like, we have not seen... Because I've played... What is it? Uh, not Web of Shadows. Of Which Shadows. one's the one with all the Venom stuff? I have no idea what you're talking about. There's Zero a, there's a Spider-Man game. I think, I don't know. Is it web of shadows? I don't know. Uh, but there's a Spider-Man game where like Wolverine does get imbued with like the symbiote. And that was like one of my favorite, like no idea. It had never happened before in that kind of way. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. I think Venom Magneto is probably my vote for most playable. I think demon and armor could fit with like a mystical team, but I just don't know if it actually will, if anyone will bother. Um, Venom Magneto being the cheapest, we've seen a TK piece that can double TK for one action. That's pretty solid, mm. has good keywords. Uh, any of the figures that have the X-Men, like any of the swap figures, the like X-Men, Fantastic Four, anything that could be potentially sidelined for that specific reason is probably... An optional playable thing and yeah. then cost resale value yeah I, th- I think that thor just because of the sculpt being so awesome and it being one of like the best casual looking pieces out of all of these i think that Thor's going to go for the most uh venom magneto probably being like that's the one that i've seen the most people like talking about and kind of play testing with so far and so venom magneto will probably be like right up there as well sure Ben Jones says, when teaching people to play and you get past the whole
0: basic whatever, what strategies do you uh, have to discuss, all right? Is it about how to build a team? Do you encourage playing just the best pieces or is it pick a character that you like and build around it? Do you discuss having TK, prop leadership, et cetera, on a team? I guess, what things do you suggest when helping people with uh, new ideas about building a team? So, when you're teaching someone to play, I'm gonna be real with you, Ben. Uh, As far as teaching people to play, uh, I have never passed the first one or two games we play. I have never kept teaching someone. They normally don't care anymore <laughs> or go sure. off on their own and stop caring. I, I, I would out. like to say that people that I've taught to play eventually play the game. That has not been the case for people that I have taught. It, it, they just, they've never you know picked it up or whatever. I would probably just say just build just around figures you like. How
1: easy it'll be when you're like, hey, you can get that seventy dollars starter, I knew you were say that. and let's say Gosh. I don't know, uh, almost eighty dollars worth of boosters, being half a brick over there, and then come back over, and I'll show you how to build with those figures. And for <laughs> that low price of hundred fifty-five ish dollars, they'll have what thirty-five figures and like two maps, two double-sided maps. So they'll have everything in the world they could ever want. Um, True. that's so much money. Anyways, over the whole money
0: thing. Um, Yeah, like what I enjoyed, what made me want to keep playing the game, was just that I could put an entire team of Steve Rogers. That was it. So just playing characters you like, I think that's the biggest thing that keeps people wanting to come back. Because when you surprisingly do kind of well with a team, I think it's just all about, you know, for me, I'm I'm playing this game because Captain America was in it cap wasn't in it i wouldn't play this game like that's it period you know it could have every marvel character in the universe but if steve rogers isn't in this game i'm not playing this game so that's what keeps me going that's what keeps me wanting to play this game and that's what i should say for a new player getting in hey build around wolverine build around iron man build around batman whatever i think that's yeah once we start getting new strategy then it's like hey i would probably stress prob the most Because I think that's the one thing every
1: new player dislikes is the whole missing. Yeah, missing I would probably say that would be it. Sorry, Simeon, go ahead. No, I, I think, you know, making sure they know that they should have, because anytime I've played a game and I realize I have a severe lack of X power, it becomes very apparent when I'm like, ah, it would be really beneficial if I had an outwit to go against my opponents, like two outwits and I have no outwit. My, like Once you, like, get into, like, a face-off situation where your opponent is outgunning you in one of, like, the support power kind of, like, areas, it becomes very apparent. And I think it's, like, an easy lesson to be learned. So I don't think it really needs to be told to anybody. But, yeah, when it comes to helping somebody team build, I usually focus on more of, like, the thematic kind of aspects and, like, how to search keywords, how to, like, find, you know, the right kind of, like, points and leaderships and, like, whatever, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then once they have their, like, generic kind of idea of, like, you know, I want to play Avengers, I want to play X-Men, I want to play, you know, Rick Remender's X-Force, specifically, that kind of, like, you know, whatever team they're looking for, once they get, like, those kind of ideas, then giving them, the like, the knowledge of, like, all right, so, like, last week you got beat by, like, a swarm team, so... Maybe we try some like energy explosion, we try you know some I don't know some lockdown kind of stuff, you know whatever a barrier, whatever that kind of thing you uh you yeah. give them like the like the tools slowly. I think people mostly can pick up on what their teams, their fun teams are lacking and adjust um, yeah but yeah. Awesome, And that is gonna be all <clears throat> that is gonna be all of our questions that
0: are on the Discord. So moving on to people that send us messages on Facebook, We have Crow Tally. He wants to hear uh, what our dream chase set would be. I honestly can't remember if we answered this question or not. So we're gonna go ahead and answer it again. My my dream chase set, like I said, I would die a very happy man if the chase set for What If slash um, the Marvel Studios Disney Plus set was duo figures. I like duo figures. I like them as mechanics. Um, I like them as sculpts. They look really cool as sculpts, you know? like. Except for a few of the wacky ones that look like absolute garbage, like Kirk and Ahura, and like Superman and Superman. Besides those ones, duo figures all look really, really dope. Uh, like even even the worst, probably maybe the worst one is like Hal Jordan and Sinestro. They look really stupid, um, but I still really like duo figures. The Captain America and Bucky. Uh, I would, I think it's abhorrently screwed up that we don't have a Captain America and Falcon. Probably my favorite dynamic duo in comics of all time. Um, So yeah, I think duo figures would be my dream chase uh,
1: Trace set for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Um, For me, it comes (laughs) down to having like the interesting bases and stuff. I really like that clear uh, Mm. that clear like colored look that the Phoenix 5 have as far as like a storyline to pull from because man, like We've already gotten figures from all the storylines that I really care about, and Marvel and DC. I guess if you know, it'd be easier for me to pick a DC chase set, and I would do. I do like the Sandman storyline, so like Dream, Death, like those kind of things. Mm. These like. The dream, abstracts. dream, 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 dream. I know what you mean. What you yeah, mean. <laughs> Morpheus. Definitely, uh, red pill or blue pill, Calder. That is what Morpheus does not ask because. uh a different Morpheus, but anyhow, yep. uh, that would probably be by if I could pick. It'd be you know the Vertigo line of DC's stuff, and it'd be something like that. I don't know how it would translate to clicks. It probably wouldn't very well, but as far as getting tiny little statuettes of those all those characters, that'd be really cool.
0: Uh, next up. Uh, Crow also asks if you could discuss your favorite Halloween uh, four hundred point teams, your nightmare team, if you would. So, my like good Halloween team, I guess, good in quotation marks here, uh, has to go to the um, what's it called? I really like the zombie team base. I am one of those scumbags that just cannot get enough of playing the zombie team base. I love Marvel zombies, love playing the Marvel you know zombie team base. I think it's awesome. However, if I want to play a bad team, I can just as easily play uh, the actual Marvel Zombies if we're playing Golden Age, and they are terrible. (laughs) They are the absolute worst. They're real bad um, because they were made before cards, and the ones that were made after cards are over-costed and terrible. So I do also like to play those Marvel Zombies. And then from time to time, I have a ton of skeletons, and I do love playing me a skeleton horde
1: uh, team from whatever, Undead. So Simeon, Halloween team. The Undead set is such an easy set to like throw some fun stuff together with um that being said one of my favorite so anytime it's like a halloween kind of theme i always like to go for uh like monster theme teams because i'm not not big into like mystical or whatever but monsters like a fun enough keyword uh one of my favorite of all time monsters is hell cow and i once played a team that was four Hellcows and then Barbados from Rebirth uh, at 200 points. So Barbados has a fun thing where anyone with any friendly character with the monster keyword can use the Batman enemy team ability which means they can copy any attack value from somebody with that team ability. Um, Hellcows have a 9 attack that goes down to an 8 attack. They start with a 9 with sidestep. Uh, Next to Barbados however they get a they get a copy of that sweet twelve attack so, uh, that was like one of my favorite teams. There's not a ton of stuff that a hellcow can punch through, but luckily Barbados is no slouch. You've got a twelve attack with Pensai for four, so it's like a f- fun enough team that it's you know it can win some games, but uh, it can also get like crit hit on two flurries from the rebirth Superman. Uh, and take like enough damage to just die in one turn. So that's the other option. Uh, but yeah, it's easy enough to swap out like a hellcow for. I like my herd of hellcows, but it's easy enough to swap one out for some like moloids or any other kind of monster stuff to help boost hellcow's damage. Um, help really like crank out like the steel energy stuff. Uh, I've only ever once gotten a hellcow to top dial. And it was against oh, wow. a JSA nice. team. So it was, you know, mm. like Red Tornado and uh, t- whatever, Dr. Hootie, Dr. Owl. Oh, sure. Owl, I don't know. The person that pops out the uh, Owl. It was against, like, that that whole JSA squad. And I actually managed to get Hellcow to top dial. Hellcow at because top the dial is JSA good, are so bad. but not, like, impossible. Although I will say Hellcow at top dial now is just slightly better because you get that 12 attack with 5 damage exploit that works with Hypersonic. So Ooh, it that is nice. Got better. Just keeps getting better. How, that
0: it's Hellcow upgrade. upgrade. I love that. Um, all right. Then we have questions from old Malcolm Russia. These are Halloween cat questions. So, guys, uh, these aren't expressly superhero clicks related. So, if you do want to bow out uh, right now, you can, of course, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, technically, all those places at dialh hero heroclicks You can send us an email at dialh4, it's the number four, or sorry, F-O-R-E, all spelled out actually on the email, at gmail.com. You want to send us questions and stuff. Um, yeah, go ahead. If you want to support the show for as little as a dollar a month, you can go do so on patreon.com. bunch of really cool stuff on Patreon that we do, of course, including our Discord server and hanging out with us and everything. We really appreciate everybody's support. As always, it's also awesome if you guys go ahead and leave us a review on any podcast, iTunes, whatever, Spotify. Uh, reviews really help us, and of course, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do a lot of cool stuff on the YouTube channel. Uh, this month is marks the year anniversary of Extreme Rules, and we want to do more in-person videos like that because those are really, really fun for us to make. Um, so if you haven't seen any of those yet, definitely go check those out on YouTube and check out like the skit videos and the team-building videos and the unboxings, all that fun stuff. The uh, painting videos Simeon has up there are really awesome you know finding dials for like D figures and stuff so check out the youtube channel it all that really helps us so thank you guys so much anyways malcolm's questions here like i said not expressly hero cooks related uh simeon what is your favorite or least favorite halloween candy
1: favorite would be the pumpkin shaped reese's peanut butter cups i think yeah. they're best when they're in a non Cup shape, or whatever they have more peanut it. butter, they have more peanut butter. That's why, yeah. definitely, yeah. And then least favorite's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> I know it's like, you know, do you like it or don't you kind of thing? Uh, Laurel, your Yanny, whatever. Uh, it's but yeah, it's candy corn. I think candy corn mm-hmm. is disgusting. Kind of I, I can eat like two pieces of candy corn before I'm reminded, and the worst part about candy corn is because it's like this weird corn starchy consistency and it's this like even weirder flavor. It just reminds me how some candy is like the most inedible gunk that you can possibly eat. Like a gummy bear is just like this weird gelatin sugar lump, any kind of gummy. You know what I love about gummy bears is that they're a beef product. They're made from the, uh, they're part of a cow's (laughs) hoof. Bone, yeah, yeah, basically, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's jello used weird. to be made out of uh, yeah. uh some, I can't remember what part of
0: marrow. So they're they're not, things. like, vegetarian technically, even though they, they look like they are. But, like, who cares? Well, they're not vegan, I guess. But, like, honestly, who cares? I just love that. I love walking up to my vegan aunt and being like, do you want a gummy bear? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't know. How could she know? Yes. Anyways.
1: You've eaten an animal. <laughs> you know, like, oh! One of my animal crackers, also an animal. No. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I I basically agree with you, Simeon. I think pumpkins are the best Halloween candy. However, I will say I hate circus peanuts more so than is that
1: Halloween candy though. Candy corn. I've had them given to me as oh, Halloween candy. I've had a house give them to me. I haven't had um, so circus peanuts are one of those things where occasionally I'll be in an area and I'll smell something that's like familiar, and I'm like, what is that smell? <laughs> I can't place it, but it's like it's something I know. And I'll sit there for a while, and I'm like, that's a circus peanut. How do I why why am I smelling a circus peanut? And then I realize that like the carbon dioxide detector's going off and everyone in the vicinity is being poisoned because that's what circus uh, yes. peanuts are.
0: Yeah. Uh Simeon, what is your
1: favorite and least favorite Halloween costume you've ever worn? Oh man. Uh least favorite, man. I don't have a least favorite. I love Halloween and I love dressing up. So there's yeah, truly cannot pick out a least favorite. Um One year, so this was like one of my in between years where I was not like hadn't quite hit puberty but had like awkward finished, yeah. So had finished growing but hadn't quite hit puberty. So, like around like middle school, but what I'm trying to say is like there was like a leap year of where I just did not change physically, and Mm -hmm. so I was able to use like the last three or four years of costumes and combine them into like white Power Ranger, turtle, clown gorilla and so I was, I was I called myself the the discount bin or something like that but that's funny. that's funny but yeah it was literally just like the last four years of costumes that I had used and it yeah. was yeah uh,
0: I'm gonna say least favorite costume has to go to I'm gonna give it to when I was the Riddler so there was a time where I just thought the coolest thing in the world was that you could get markers that you could use to on clothes like fabric markers basically thought that was so awesome that was like all the arts and crafts I did whenever we would do them in my house and I was like holy smokes this is awesome I could be the Riddler I and I took a white a
1: ton of question marks on <laughs> that's,
0: that's exactly what I did <laughs> I just drew a ton of question marks but I made the bad mistake of being like well it's a white shirt the Riddler has a has is green so I instead of buying a green shirt and then putting black question marks on it, I had a white shirt that I colored the most of the front green with these weird marker-like scribble lines (laughs) with then black
1: question marks around it. Somehow worse Um, than what I imagined.
0: Very bad. It was a very (laughs) bad costume, and people were like, what are you? And I spray-painted a, like, a pseudo-cane thing like a shepherd's crook like it was just basically like a bottom of an umbrella handle type because it had made that like u shape spray painted that green that that was my... Co- this is. I was probably like 12 or something. I was like, I'm the Riddler. I think I had just seen whatever Jim Carrey Riddler was oh. that movie like a month or two before or something, you know, and I was like, I'm going to be the Riddler. Um Favorite, uh, though... It's not as
1: bad. You could have seen like Heath Ledger and been like, I'm going to be the Joker for the next five years. Yeah, no, thankfully, no.
0: Joker was never a fan favorite villain of mine, but I was like, man, the Riddler... I think also because I played Lego Batman at the time, and like the Riddler had one of the coolest levels in Lego Batman. I was like, yeah, the Riddler, the Riddler's cool. cool. Um,
1: I'll say it, and I, you know, I I know a lot of people won't agree. Hot the take: The Riddler is a better villain than the Joker, just straight up. Okay, yeah. Trying to outsmart, like, an, I, to an anger all the gamers the out best. there, all the all the yeah. repressed uh, gamers <laughs> in society. Rise yeah, up, gamer. He's disturbed. Uh, as as you can see from his tattoo on his forehead that says "disturbed," uh, no. <laughs> trying to outsmart somebody whose whole thing is being like the world's greatest detective, yada yada, that like kind of thing, like beating him, at, beating Batman at his own game. At least comics wise, mm-hmm. I've always had way more respect for the Riddler than the Joker because the the Joker has it easy. He's like, oh, I'll do something wacky right. with bombs wacky. and guns versus like, it's like the Riddler. Great, that's amazing. You you thought of the simplest thing possible, which is like violence. And here we have like the Riddler who's, you know, also doing violent things. But it's like, you know, I have to think that the Saw movie franchise was started in part by the Riddler, you know, at least oh, sure. slightly inspired. Yeah, that's the end of um, my hot take, though.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Sammy. Uh My favorite costume probably has to go to the multiple times I was like Ash throughout Halloween and my mother being very judgmental Catch that you. her 14, 15. No, uh, Williams, of course, uh, Ash Williams. <laughs> um, and like my family being very judgmental about the fact that I am this character from a movie they've never seen. Um, who is a seemingly really violent, terrible-like character when I'm 14, 15 years old, dressing up as uh as Ash Williams, um, I enjoyed it though. I I always like being Ash priest, because
1: though. fights demons. I mean,
0: yeah, fights demons. Chosen one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I saw Evil Dead Two this last weekend, and the person I was watching with, they just go. He really has a strong will to live. I think I would have given up by now, which is true. Like that's the yeah. like cool thing about Ash is he does have that will to live, to power through and. Yeah. He's like the only person the Evil Dad at that get getting, to work you know
1: at a chain. I get to
0: S Smart, to yeah. you know
1: those housewares aren't going to stack them shel- themselves on the shelf, you know. Yeah. As, um, as a former retail worker, I have to say, having a will to live after or having a will <laughs> to live, and your end game being working at S Smart or wherever, uh, man, it's pretty crazy when you
0: think he goes back to that job. After everything that happens, yes. he goes back to that job and stays there for the next 30 years when we see him in, you know, Ash vs. Evil or 25 years, whatever. But, like, he, he, he goes to the cabin, survives, goes back in time survives and if we go off good ending which is technically canon now because of evil or ash was evil dead he he then works retail for the next thirty years of his life and that's what he does so you kind yeah anyways crazy strong will to live ash Williams um number three what was your favorite Halloween costume you ever saw someone else wear ooh
1: uh man I could name like several cosplays that I thought were really solid. Favorite Halloween costume I saw someone else wear. Um I had a friend like a long time ago that did a really solid so like when Arrow first came out, the CW series, and it was like episode or season one, did a really solid uh Island Ollie arrow cosplay. Oh sure. Um, and then I, I dressed my nephew and he was still like baby sized and I could still carry him around easily. I dressed him up in a Wolverine like outfit. Mm-hmm. So that was not his choice but that was one of my favorites anyhow. Nice. It's not like he could complain. He was a baby. I think my favorite uh,
0: this is like tough but I every time I think of like a really funny couples costume. I have to give it to the one online where it's like the, the girlfriend or wife or whatever. She is a lamp. And then the husband or boyfriend or whatever is is a moth. Oh, yeah, I, I find yeah. that infinitely funny that I'm sure people have probably seen that picture um, but I, I do find that infinitely funny. I, I do. I do really like that costume. Uh, next up, what was your favorite? Uh, sorry. What Halloween costume are you going to wear this year or next year? This year? Oh, no, it's you, Simeon. So what Halloween costume are you going to plan on wearing this year or next year?
1: This year, I still don't quite know. Um, so I'm, yeah, I, I'll have to. This being October twenty fifth, I'll really have to throw something together. Luckily, yeah, I have less than a week away. Of stuff like you've seen the Thursday Throwdown thumbnails. I have <clears> plenty <throat> of stuff to throw together uh, next year. So I'm, I'm wanting to do a few cosplays slash costumes before I cut my hair, and one of them is Morton Joe from uh, oh, Fury yeah. Road. I really want to get that, like, finished. I think it'll be easy enough. Um, it's just a lot of, like, little detail work stuff that I'd have to figure out, and I'd have to get started on it somewhat soon. And then I can't remember the other one. Oh, I really want to do uh, Kaiman from uh Doroh, but mm. that is, like, a whenever kind of thing, because that would be, like, a full mask kind of situation where you wouldn't see my head at all. So I do not have to look like any particular thing. Right. In probably would want to like trim my beard down quite a bit for that one just because gas masks work better when you don't have hair in your mouth um as far as my
0: costume would go uh i have to make some form of like couples costume this year so i'm trying to figure out what to be? My my first idea was shot down because we we didn't understand how we would make it. My idea was that she would be a cutie pie and I would be a stud muffin because oh. I think that word play is hilarious. Would be like, um, she would be a cutie pie and you would be a pootie pie. <laughs> uh, no famous YouTuber, no. Wow. so I've heard that's terrible, PewDiePie, that is awful um, I think we might have settled on me being Ash and then she's going to try to put together an Annie Noby from Evil Dead 2 um, <laughs> quite the deep cut uh, as far as like Halloween goes side characters from a horror movie um, but I think that's what it's going to end up being unless I can think of something else, that she really does not care about Halloween at all um, so it's pr- basically all on me to try to figure out a costume thing that would work uh, obviously my dream would be diamondback and captain america but that's not going to happen so
1: it's yeah we'll it's, figure out probably going to be i don't know yeah. if uh the audience can hear that audibly but it sounds like the chinese anthem oh no no it's just a big red flag I and mean, I, okay never mind oh
0: chill out <laughs> chill out simeon calm down uh, it's okay not everybody just, like the best so, holiday I so guess. here's the thing right i just
1: like just not not the best it holiday. It's not, be not the best holiday.
0: it's not the best holiday no. it's not everybody's favorite to be fair i dislike her favorite holiday which is thanksgiving i don't see the point of thanksgiving as a rancher who has a crop who has a harvest who has a whatever i still i thanksgiving feels like an excuse for a meal and i still don't like it Thanksgiving. So I think we have a give and take there honestly. Anyways that's what it's going to be. That was a lot of personal information. Uh, what Halloween? What is your favorite Halloween theme slash
1: monster? Favorite Halloween theme slash monster. Um, so as far as themes go I'm going to take this as like horror theme slash monster because I I don't prefer like slasher kind of stuff. I prefer like the the real cerebral kind of um, stuff. Uh, if if you were gonna theme it like you were gonna make a room, um, I guess like ghost stuff. I don't know. I don't really care for ghosts. I don't. So I don't believe in ghosts whatsoever. I know like some people do. So I'm not gonna pretend like. That's not a thing that could be a thought that someone has. Uh, some people believe in like spiritual stuff and like ghosts. And I just, for one, have never experienced anything like that. And for two, I just think, you know, check your carbon monoxide detectors. I've mentioned it multiple times in this episode. Uh, not only could it be a circus peanut, it, it could also be a ghost. Um, open a window if you see a ghost. That's the best Okay. I've <laughs> ever heard. Uh, Halloween theme. So I'm not big into like the blood and like whatever. I like the big dusty, gothic like castle-y mansion kind of stuff. Mm, okay. I don't need like blood splatter and like cobwebs and stuff, but um, like a nice, a nice manor that's well kept, but is like old and creaky and spooky. Maybe because, maybe has some of those like white sheets on some of the furniture. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. It's old, but like yeah, I. the the, like random blood splatter and uh, fake cobwebs and spiders and stuff like I'm not afraid of bugs I've never been I've never heard of like a you know man killed by huge horde of spiders like I get there's some poisonous spiders out there and snakes and whatever but like I don't know that's not that's not horror to me
0: I think my favorite theme I like skeletons in any way shape or form uh like army darkness is my favorite like all-time movie pretty much and that is like an army of skeletons they fight i like skeletons i think the only time i don't like skeletons is when they're stupid when people do like animal skeletons or like the spider skeleton where it's like that's not a skeleton <laughs> they don't have a skeleton they have an x ex- that's yeah. not how like, it works Animal
1: has ears that are bone
0: right like that's yeah. that's not that's not how that animals like looks or they actually just try to make the animal look like how the animal looks But it's not the actual skeleton. You know what I mean? Like how a bear's skull looks nothing like a bear with fur and meat and flesh on it. But it's like, that's how it looks. I'm like, no, let's stop. But like, yeah, like the big Home Depot, like 10 foot tall skeleton. Like, that's cool. Uh, I like, yeah, just like skeletons. People do some goofy stuff with like skeletons and stuff. So I I like skeletons as decorations and everything. Uh, The Halloween theme slash monster you picked above. What is your favorite, least favorite uh, Halloween? uh, So let's just say uh, favorite monster in those movies for theme or favorite theme of those movies shall we say or tv show slash book oh
1: man um i did uh geez i don't know i'll go as far as book i'll go odd thomas was a dean coon's book um was made into a movie although i would suggest reading the book because i don't know if the movie's quite justice but that's how that always goes so don't feel like it needs to be said, honestly. Um, I don't know. There's not like, so again, like books and TV shows don't really like scare me. Uh, there's not really like, that's why I watch like more like horror themed kind of stuff is for that kind of thing. I will say, uh, movies that touch on not necessarily a supernatural element, but like an eldritch horror, like a, some sort of like entity that is beyond explanation kind of thing I always find those really cool uh, The Duke is like a fun one even though they like the explanation it's kind of a silly movie at the same time while being kind of like a scary one um, and there's several movies that follow like a similar kind of vein of that um, man I don't know yeah I'll just I'll say that Favorite movies okay. would be the Baba Duke because I can't like <clears> think <throat> of a better one, and then okay. would be Odd Thomas. Okay. um, yeah, I just said it. Uh, my favorite movies:
0: Army of Darkness, far as uh, skeletons and, and such go. I can't say I've read many scary books of that nature. I don't think that crosses my desk that much. So, yeah. Number seven, what Halloween theme slash monster do you refuse to watch or read?
1: As far as refuse to watch, it's easier for for me to refuse to watch because uh, I pretty much won't refuse to read anything. I have not found an author out there that can, like, really get under my skin. But refuse to watch, I don't like things that are realistic. And so, like, when I say I don't like slashers, uh, the campy, like, Jason, Freddy, like, that kind of stuff, I don't mind, because it's just kind of, like, silly. But there's, like, genuine, like, oh, this is just a realistic scenario that could actually happen to, like, people in a real, like, and it has happened, you know, to people. Like, that kind of movie, I do not care for. I don't like being reminded that the world is, like, a terrible, realistic, scary place. Uh, I like my fantasy kind of, like, horror stuff, you know, like weird alien stuff or weird ghost stuff or like whatever I'm fine with watching that uh, it's when it gets like a little too close to reality that I'm kind of wigged out by it still won't refuse to watch but just it's more uncomfortable out of the rest okay gotcha.
0: I and this is this this monster is one that genuinely terrifies me so I can't watch it because it it will keep me up at night it will freak me out and that is uh dolls and dummies um i can't do it uh i really can't uh i had nightmares as a child from just looking at the cover of a chucky dvd movie and it freaked me the heck out um simeon said there's no author that gets under his skin however there is one author that gives me goosebumps (laughs) ah ah but I'm, um, ah, ah, come on. All Night right. So,
1: Dummy. so I can't, Yeah, I
0: cannot read that book. That's I actually, I,
1: honestly, out of all of Arlstein's, well, out of his Goosebumps series, yeah. uh, he did like Fear Street and stuff out of the Goosebump series, Night of the Living Dummy is probably the most horrifying one he did. That's like the one where it's it. like, is this okay for like kids and young adults? It's because... terrifying. Yeah, it. Even like so, the Goosebumps episode uh, they did on it.
0: Yeah, so the episode also they did real, is that when they try to like kill weird. it with like the steamroller or whatever. I think.
1: That I, I don't I remember that. I don't remember they've got like a cousin that comes to visit or something. Yes. And at the end of the episode the cousin's like alright going back home. Good thing we defeated that dummy and they're like alright have fun on vacation and the cousin's head just like swivels backwards and it's like you too ha 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 and then turns back ooh, around or something. I don't know. I uh, hate like, that. Yeah. I don't was, like that. It was like not really a jump scare but just like a I mean that's like Creepy. a fairly common horror trope where it's like you thought uh, you defeated the thing but you didn't.
0: Yeah. The other common trope with, like, dolls and dummies in movies is, like, the eyes opening. Yeah. You no, know? Like, that is, like, that's a common trope for a lot of things, but that's really common for these. So, like, I, I will never in a million years, like, watch any version of Chucky, any version of Annabelle, any, anything with like dolls and dummies. Silence. I can't. Honestly, um... I was watching, I don't know if I said this on podcast before or not, but like Doctor Who the other day, and I forgot about this episode, and it was when he's trapped in the hotel, and he opens, and it's just all those dummies, they turn and look at, him. I was, Ooh! that, that was like the <laughs> scariest yeah. thing I'd seen in my entire life, like that is my nightmare to be locked in, in some kind of room like that, that I, I could not do, I cannot do Dolls and Dummies, they freak me the heck out, I will not be reading or watching any of those, Um the Halloween theme monster you named above, uh, he says best worst favorite in hero clicks. Let's just do our favorite one in hero clicks here.
1: Uh, Same again. Yeah, so I didn't really, I didn't really name one. I guess, but like I'll stick with like some sort of ghost kind of thing. So I would. You'd say, say a map.
0: You like the gothic look? What what map is uh maybe that fits it? Who knows. If you think of something else, go uh, for it. I don't it. really Bye. think
1: there is a great map. There's like some map like the speakeasy, um, that kind of like look where it's. Like a really dusty, not really dusty, uh, dimly lit kind of like a bar scene. Um, but as far as like uh, some sort of like spectral whatever that you can't explain kind of thing, I would either go with Death, which is like the the clear one, or Grim Reaper, whichever one's the clear one. Uh, I think it's Death. He's the named one, the unique. That one's a really fun piece. Uh, has blades, giant reach, when an opposing character takes damage from a friendly character with the monster keyword. You deal them one unavoidable damage, and if they aren't KO'd, then you heal them one. Uh, this is really fun when you have a way to keep opposing characters from healing. So if they're like next to somebody that prevents that, or they get hit with something that prevents that, then they just take the one unavoidable and then cannot heal. And then also Jacob Marley is a really fun piece. Ooh. Jacob Marley was kind of the proto version of like moving through a character and dealing them damage. I guess there was what was there before him? The Shredders? The Shredders were before Jacob Marley. Modify his attack minus two. And then you could potentially do one pen damage. So it's not a lot, but Jacob Marley was only 35 points. So it was I don't know. Cool figure. Cool figure.
0: Uh yeah, I gotta say, once again, my favorite. I'm not gonna give it to Skeleton Champion. I'm just gonna give it to the generic, uh, generic skeleton. Quite the bony boy. Um, they're not great, but they sure are fun. And uh, I like them, of course. And all right, guys, that is going to be uh, this entire episode. I already did our cool little uh, read-through. I do want to say uh, thank you guys for listening, of course. It's a bit long. Hope you guys have a spooky, fun Halloween. You know, Feel free to write into the show uh, any spooky Halloween games you played this week or anything HeroClix-related that you guys got. Of course, just real quick shout-out. To the Patreon, if you join that, you get not only cool action tokens and stickers and stuff, but you get all those
1: sweet benefits, like we mentioned before, on the Discord and everything. So, yeah. Whatever Empire drops, there will be a token announcement that actually goes live. Uh, I think a few people kind of heard about it, but uh, that'll be as one of our (laughs) patron-exclusive options. Uh, And also, it'll be in a video at some point in the future, sometime, someday, somewhere. And if you want to be in a video sometime, someday, somewhere in the future, I don't know how to help you. But if you're interested in Empire, I do know how to help you. And that's by sending you to CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So you could pre-order this Empire set. If you want to do that before you see what 90% of it is, Feel free, I guess. Use code DIAL5 and you'll save 5% off of your uh, not-single purchases. And uh, then for singles, you can also save 5% or more by purchasing some stuff. And you'll, you'll rank up real fast. So check them out, coolstuffinc.com. Happy trails. So, if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek
0: professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, how would Six people, people think I am funny. It's a hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which. You absolute you fools. Fool. It's not witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever.
1: Are you kidding
0: me? <laughs> hey, Google, we're back somewhere.
1: Let's attack the because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow.